Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Because when he has been in the bright lights and enjoying his time having fun and lapping it up, no problem, you're the big celebrity. You're in the bright lights, I've been in the dark, in the trenches, in the gym. TheBoxingBoys.com into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. Let's start with this. I'm a creative genius. SDS. SDS. And now, the most dangerous producer on YouTube, Brandon in Houston. Brandon you're now locked into the king of all boxing podcasts the boxing voice jab that like button theboxingvoice.com what is it is it that they don't like the Charlotte you like the Charlotte the unified WBA WBC and IBF 154 pound champion of the world. I'm happy, not angry, I'm passionate. The WBC middleweight champion of the world. No, I think.
think you're a great fighter. And I like, know that. I know that already. They say all the channels ain't fought nobody. Duh, because I ain't gonna fight them. Fight them. Come on. Step up and get that shit. Come on, let's go. Like I said, I went to the top already. I seen the bottom before. At the top, I seen the bottom. I went back down to the bottom and shot back the fuck back up. Now what they mad at me for? It's not like old school boxing. For the best, fight the best no more. It's about politics. It's about who you know, who you are. If you got a crowd behind you, sit your ass in your way to vision. Let's see if you can beat one of them. Because fucking with me, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. I'm going to knock out of it, baby. And we stand by lines only just like we made this up. We're going to ride with it. Shut the fuck up, oh, you yeah. little prick. Yeah? Yeah, prick. Come on, get him out of here. Okay, get out of here. Yeah, move him out of here. SDS Promotions. Seriously! I'm fucking fighting for the game! His heart's rattling now. His walls have sunk up inside of him. There's a man here that's going to annihilate your daughter. Theboxingboys.com The heavyweight champion of the world. The greatest fighter that's ever lived. Ever laced a pair of boxing gloves on. Ever stood in the boxing arena. Me, the Gypsy King. <laughs> Yuri, under the hands of Sugar Hill, is just a different beast. He's a different monster. Joshua's a coward. Who's ex a pussy? And Dylan White don't want to fight. If you can bring me wrong, get to fucking fighting. These are all coward bum dossers. I'll annihilate the lawyers and destroyers. Submit yous. Chuck me bitches out. Fury's just too intelligent. When he has to box, he boxes. When he's got a triple jab, he triple jabs. If he holds a handful of stones and throws them at me, he may have a chance of landing something. <laughs> check it! Check it! Dylan White's a bitch. You want to see you, you've got to fight me anyway. Taking supernatural strength. Yeah, turn it over. It's over. It's over. I'm going to smash your face in too. There's not one thing you can do about it. and gentlemen welcome back to another friday morning oh it's monday but every day's motherfucking friday when you're rocking out with tbv we getting you through your work week and we're back to discuss shakur stevenson staying in the news making headlines but this time it's frank martin that finally comes out breaks his silence and speaks and you ain't gonna believe what he had to say i'm telling you i don't know how can we explain it other than a super fight, right? Like, if you get a big fight, then I guess you ain't ducking. But according to Shakur, he ain't getting no big fight. That's the media saying shit to protect him, according, once again, to Shakur, right? Uh, and, and and I'll show you that here in just a bit. But buenos dias, mi gente. Como tan? Hopefully everybody is doing good on their way to work or already made it to work and, uh, you know, having your coffee. This morning, we are going to have Brian Cohen on the show. Uh, Brian is a boxing manager, and uh, I'll leave the details for when he gets here. This way you guys are at least a little bit uh, surprised by the guests. Since 
he manages quite a few females in boxing. But uh, the number to call if you want to voice your opinion after we're done giving you the facts is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time to voice that opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Again, we got a few things we want to show you. Um, we'll start with the narrative, right? Uh, according to Shakur, the media is creating a, nav- a narrative and an excuse for Frank by assuming that he has another fight, and that's why he pulled out of this fight. Now, I don't know if Shakur has knowledge of the situation, but he did have this to say. Um, Danny on boxing Twitter, he sent me something. He said, yo, did you see this tweet from Shakur? Danny, I didn't see it from Shakur because he deleted it, but I seen it from you because you were on your job all the time, you know. So I actually am using yours to share it to today on the show. But this is Shakur right here where he says, media is sick. They make up rumors just to protect a certain fighter's image. What are y'all even talking about? That man ain't pull out to fight nobody else? And then you got a hand on your face emoji, right? So he's he's like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the BS. Stop the bullshit. You feel me? So I don't know, man. We got to see here what uh, comes from all of this. But for sure, it certainly um, isn't looking good for Frank. Again, unless he can somehow get that um, tank fight, I'm not understanding how he looks okay in this situation, you know? Uh, why is my screen share not working? What the fuck is going on? All right. Maybe I shouldn't have touched that. But, yeah, man, um, Frank ain't looking good in this situation right now. I don't know uh, what to expect. We're just going to have to wait um, and see. But he did come out, and let me give you that. Frank did come out and uh, have this to say. Where is it? Where? Here we go. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube, now is the perfect time to hit that thumbs up. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. And... Um, Here is Frank's tweet, and he says, I ain't duck shit. And that's yesterday, 5.22 p.m. Few words, a man of few words, a man of few words, man. So uh, even though everything is pointing to a possible Frank Martin ducking situation, um, he's still claiming that he's not. But these videos that he did are not aging well. Uh, this is Frank on a Fight Hype interview in the past. And uh, again, you know, saying all the right things when the fight is not actually on paper, not no contract, not official. When they're just hypotheticals, fighters say the right things. Now, I'm not insinuating that Frank is one of those fighters that fuck, that wait for, uh, you know, situations like this to, you know, for, 
to then turn it around. But I mean, it, you know, it is what it is, right? Like you'll hear the video. Like, like the word, no, okay. he, so that he wanna. Don't need that music. Oh. Maybe Shakur was basically saying that he feel like he worth more. Um, fill him on that. He want a, a better. And credit Fight Hub, as this is Frank Martin giving his two cents on Shakur not accepting the 25% from Devin Haney. So I'll just go back a little bit more. So now that you have the context of everything. Oh, you know, talk. Hold on. See, I'm trying to make it all nice for y'all, and that didn't work. I seen they Shakur was basically saying that he feel like he worth more. Um, fill him on that. He want a, a, a better split, a more fair split. But uh, I feel like Devin. I don't know. He took like a small, a lower percentage to go against uh. Now, just pay attention because, you know, there's a reason I'm, I'm, I'm showing you this. You know, he, he obviously understands what Shakur and Devin went through. Um, and he's expressing that. Uh, Cambosis, you know, he had to do that. So I feel like uh, sometimes as fighters, you know, we got to we got to uh, we might have to accept certain terms like that, you know, to get in those in those type of positions and then you know the tables turned oh we gonna we gonna bang out we gonna take that now when he says we gonna bang out we gonna take that it, it's obviously the video was cut there was a question asked as and and we have to hypothetically assume it was if an offer like that came across the table for you would you take it and then you 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 see what he has to say we gonna bang out we gonna take that we gonna take that because we trying to get to the top you know and then after that table's gonna turn so but he didn't, in fact, take it. So uh, we don't know exactly what's going on. I mean, obviously, you know, those without knowledge of the situation can only, you know, um, choose to call Frank, you know, a, a guy that avoided a big fight with Shakur Stevenson. Uh, again, him coming out, saying he ain't duck shit. You know, how'd you, you got, take that, man? I saw I mean, that. I, my, my head is swirling because you got Tank saying he moves in silence. Frank saying he ain't duck shit. And it's true. Like, if I'm Frank, am I ducking Shakur if I'm fighting a bigger puncher and a bigger fighter? So Shakur is saying, bro, y'all making shit up. That dude ain't got no fight. He just, he just ducking. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've seen that tweet. I did. As far as, yes, media sick. Mm -hmm. But at the bottom, he says, what y'all even talking about? That man ain't pull out to fight nobody else. Meaning, right, right, right. stop the cap. Stop saying he's fighting Tank. That's not true. But now, how do we know that Shakur knows? Or, or how do we know that Shakur has full knowledge of what's going on in Frank's camp? We don't. We don't. Yeah, we can assume that he does, but we really don't. So, you know, we don't know if Frank has another offer I think, out there. I think everybody... Um, can at least say, like for me, I found it weird. I I can't I can't say everybody, but I found it weird that we got to the twenty third hour. Like this was literally moments before 
you know, uh, the purse bid, the scheduled purse bid. Hardball, chess, stalling him out, making it hard for him to get opponents, knowing all the time they wasn't going to fight. I don't know. I mean, but why they're accept, not beefing. Why accept something? Those yeah. sides are not beefing, so I ain't even understand that. But let me say so it out weird. loud so that no one lets me forget. We got an interview scheduled once again at 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be having manager Brian Cohen on the show. Uh, manager of a lot of the uh, big star female boxers in boxing. Uh, so join us here. Once again, you know it. As always, if you want to ask him a question, you can do that by joining our members and or our Patreon. And there you can find a post for Brian and you can ask him your question and we'll read it off via your name. So this is what Shakur tweeted and deleted. So on his tank shit, this is what happened here, right? And here's your side-by-side -side comparison. Shout out once again to um, Danny on Twitter, at Dan the man, no, at Dan the boxing man. And um, to the right of the screen is Shakur quote tweeting Frank when Frank broke silence and says, I ain't duck shit. So Shakur said, so what? You just ghosted the situation. Tell them, and ain't put it laughing out loud, of course, because it was a funny joke. He said, tell them people how you was making quadruple more than your biggest payday. And 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 he said four times, but that's only if Frank made 200, which I ain't see a fight on paper that he made, he made 200. He, he made 75 for Michelle. So it's like, Artem ain't give him 200, so to me, he was making six, seven times his money. Easy. Not even, 10 times. He making a million, excess of a million means so, more than, a little bit more than, I ain't or slightly saying, under. I ain't saying, uh, nah, excess is more than. All right, then. Um, <laughs> I ain't saying that <sighs> Artem is no bigger name, because I ain't know the dude, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I will say that I felt um, momentum and, and, and A-side was in Michelle's favor going into the fight. Of course. And, you know, maybe Frank did get the B-side payment for that fight and then got the A-side payment, you know. Yeah, but again, how much A-side payment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't gonna give you, you 200000 to fight Artem. I'm just not... If you ain't get 200000 to fight Michelle, there's no way they're gonna be like, oh, you did a good job with I Michelle, think, so think, here's an I, extra bonus. I, I'm not saying he got a quarter million, but... Um, Whoa! I mean, if if it's excess than a million and you making quadruple, it has to be at least a quarter. But that's what I'm trying to say. I don't agree with Shakur. I don't think Frank was making 259. If he was making 250 off, you know, what they report, and that's fine. Because, you know, what they tell Nevada or the commission is what they tell. But on paper, Googling, nah, he ain't make 250. Is it, did you find anything for no, the Artem fight? Definitely not 250. Did, but did you find anything? No, for the no, no, okay. no, no. But the, I mean, nothing that I found is 250 or 200. But Shakur said what he said. That's right? contradicting yourself, brother. You talking to Shakur? I'm talking to you. Why? Because it. Because it's so funny. That fits for Shakur, too, right? Because if you see on the left, Devin told Shakur, you will make more money than you made in your last three fights combined. Combined. So there are people running with the 
uh, Antonio Leonard Sunday called in here saying that Shakur would have made eight. I mean, if Shakur's been making two and three, and, and Dev is saying he would have made three times that, that's nine, very close to the eight that Leonard was uh, hypothetically well, six, talking. Six to nine. Yeah, six to nine if you're doing two. Right. Thank you. Um, so these tweets are very similar. One man telling another man, you would have made more money than you ever made had you fight fought me. But both men having the stance that they, well, not both. Frank just saying he ain't duck shit. Obviously, Shakur's done plenty of audio where he felt he deserved way more and he felt he was a draw. But uh, these are the facts. This is what's going on, man. Um, I don't know. I'm very sad that this fight didn't happen because uh, even though Martin was not a world champion, never fought for a title, um, this fight had legs. It, it had some steam. People cared. And uh, people definitely care. It's important when some when when people care about your fight, man. So you know, no one cared about Robinson Cano or, I mean, no, that's the wrong name. Cancial. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody cared about Yoshino. You know, and and and, and, and maybe Nakatilia made a name for himself, but we ain't really care for that fight. And then Murataya came and destroyed him and won. So it's like the dude you was extra careful with. You know, a prospect destroyed. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's very tough. At to a be. different weight class, to be fair. I didn't know, but it's very tough to be in the Shakur business, business right now. It's like, yo, they they freezing them out. The promoter sent like we can't even say they doing the same thing as Bud. I see some people running with that scenario, and that's not true. They paying. They didn't want, like, Bob Arum came out. Whether he gave Porter the money two years later or not, he physically came out and said Porter wasn't worth a million. All he getting is a million, shit like that, right? They ain't do that to Frank. You know what I'm saying? They didn't put a cap on him. They didn't discredit him in the media. They sent him a real good offer. A real good offer. So good that the promoter that was representing him decided not to go to purse bid at the last hour. So, he's not in that Terrence Bud Crawford situation. They gave him Oscar Valdez. I mean, let's be real. In the entire time that 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 Bud was with Top Rank, his Valdez is Gamboa. Who's Valdez? Bud Crawford's Valdez is Gamboa. Can you explain the analogy? You tell me. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Who's bigger? I mean, one fight was the unification. Who's bigger on one Bud's name than Valdez that came from the hands of top rank for Bud? None of them dudes, bro. I'm telling you. Gamboa was the dude with the biggest hype. Nobody believed Horn won. Victor Postal was Victor Postal. Like, Khan, Brooke, they was past their prime. I'm telling you, Gambo, like, top rank ain't tr All I'm saying, I'm just showing you a case that you cannot say Shakur is Bud because Shakur been getting the fights from top rank from the beginning. They gave him his own friend for a belt. Let's be real. We got dudes out here talking about, oh, that's my boy. I ain't doing it. Ba ba ba. Whoop, diddy, whoop. They made enough money for both them dudes to take that fight. He fought his friend. Turned around. 
fought the Mexican dude people thought he wouldn't get. Let's not forget, he was also offered Navarrete. He just felt the money wasn't right. You feel me? They offered him Warrington. He didn't feel the money was right. So they've been giving him fights. They've been giving him fights. They're not treating him like Bud. Like, he's in a different situation than Bud was in when Bud was with top rank. They believe in Shakur wholeheartedly, I think. Are they overpaying? No. Because then the Warrington fight, the Cordina fight, and even this one would have happened. But I do think this was a magnificent offer for Frank. You know, unless he can show us, like, yo, that's cap. The internet don't know. I mean, I've been making X, Y, Z. Even still, I feel like the only way you get out of that is a tank fight because what is what is going to be bigger for Frank than Shakur? Nothing. Nothing. Um, the, On the high-end tank, on the low-end uh, Pitbull Cruise, somehow you on a Pitbull Cruise on, on Earl pay-per-view, Maybe they're going to say, oh, he, he jumped on it with his big Bora. It ain't the same. It was supposed to be you and Earl. Yeah, nah. And Cole yeah. and you fucking. You ain't uh, selling me on that. Uh, I mean, I ain't going to say you ain't selling me, but nah, you ain't selling me on that uh, on that pit bull. Because all, 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 all I'm hearing is you got two guys fighting each other that avoided Shakur. <clears throat> I mean. Pitbull's in line. WBC keeps updating their fucking rankings. I don't understand. Bro, they took Thurman out. Bye-bye. Crazy. What? My boy, my boy Thurminator's gone. Mm. What he do? Yo, um, I don't know what T.O.'s going to do. That's why, honestly, that's why we haven't had, like, its own Tiafimo show. Because T.O. is the Kanye West of boxing. He's so... You feel me? And I'm obviously on YouTube doing the wave with my hand because this is an audio podcast, but he's up and down. Flip-floppity. You know what I'm saying? I but in you. a bigger... Like, in a... In a world where I could believe T.O., today's show would have been T.O. is super champion. Is he going to challenge Terrence Crawford? So I at least want to talk about it. I didn't want to make a whole show because it's like, what if he makes me look like a fool... He's only taking super champion status to take time off, work on family shit. But then there's the flip side to the coin. Like, is this dude activating super champion status to now ask for a fight with Terrence or the vacant title? Because if Terrence don't want it and Terrence is fighting Earl... At 154. Motherfucking T.O. versus Alexis Rocha or Cody... What the fuck? Come on, man. What you doing? Nah, the dog threw shit off, champ. What the About fuck? About to break shit? You seen that? Now we gonna be mean and shit. <laughs> bro, that's... Bro, you, you know? little nervous Jervis. Yo. Damn, you got a dog. broke my phone. You got a dog fucking with a dude with PTSD, champ. Come what the on, fuck? Man. Yeah. Look. Damn. She ain't never did that. Did what? Bro, Sniff you? Nah, bro. It's like she start, like, biting my kneecap. I'm for real, though. Shit. Yo, so what's your thoughts, man? You think he taking time <laughs> off to fight? or I mean, to chill? Or oh, he, man. Or he going to end up fighting Look, Rocha? Look, he was vocal on uh, social media. He was vocal on social media talking about... Uh, what? He said, I don't understand it. I yeah, guess I seen that. We no, are that the was... last breeds of champions. I seen what that. a heartache to those who love boxing. So I don't think he's going to... 
Um, he's also very happy that he got the super status. He made it a point to let it be known that he was voted um, unanimously for that. Um, you know, he feels that. Bro, let me tell you, shit is political. I read that shit thoroughly. The bylaws on the WBO clearly state you need at least 10 WBO defenses or do some super shit. Moretti, the president of, of, of Top Rank, is trying to say that T.O. did some super shit by fighting the lineal and undisputed champ that hadn't lost his belts in the ring. Now, we all know we thought Teller lost to Catterall and then a year of inactivity. So it was super, but I don't know if it automatically trumps 10 WBO title defenses. Now, don't get me wrong. In the bylaws, it also states that a champion must be a champion multiple times. And and T.O. has had that WBO. Um, now in two, 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 two divisions, and he's defended it. And he, he you know, he did it against... Uh, and he won it by knockout, right? Or he won the IBF by knockout? Which one he took from Colman? No. No, nah, that was an IBF. Okay, damn. But I'm saying he took it from two uh two reigning defending champions. You get what I'm saying in Lomachenko and Josh Taylor. So <clears throat> you know, I think uh I think you gotta give him credit for that, right? I'm just saying, do we get super status? Shout out. This is your daily uh, female boxing talk. Shout out to my girl. Shadeja Green. It says, I've been held out, avoided, and overlooked too long. I don't let it stress me. Fingers crossed. I'm motivated. Check emoji. Feel me? Even though she ain't got no fight coming up, according to what I heard. It sucks. I got some other female boxing news to post. This one is interesting. I wonder what my girl Clarissa got to say Bro, about this. Bro, the whole this. fucking table, sir. Duh. Um, I wonder what my girl Clarissa got to say about this, and she's so vocal on being the quote and highest paid. So Rick Ramos did an interview where um, I guess Serrano didn't agree, and this is Serrano, as you can see right there, and she goes on to say, Danny. Damn, that's with all due respect to Rick Ramos, he is incorrect on this one. I could care less about Katie Taylor. I'm past her. I'm actually making more money than any other female boxer today, including Katie. So Stop I... right there. Is that true? Like, over Clarissa and Katie? She said, I'm actually making more money than any other female boxer today, including Katie. Katie. And any other, so yeah, she ain't yeah. keep she ain't keep yeah, the no, quote no, out. For sure, for sure. She ain't uh, keep the quote out. I don't know if we need to finish reading because hey, I man, feel like say man, look. Damn, y'all let me forget. Oh my god. Oh yes, yeah, the interview. Brian, I'm sending you the link right now. Fucking nuts, bro. I sent that shit to so many of y'all, asking y'all to not let me forget, and y'all let me forget. We two minutes late, bro. Hey man, uh. 
I won't I won't question it. Shout out to Jake Paul. Word. You know, I won't question it. Jesus, I can't believe I forgot the link. I even sent him a message an hour ago, like, yo, just a reminder. I needed a reminder for my damn self. Now, all time, I don't know. All time what? Like I'm saying, career earnings. I mean, she's been around for a minute too, so maybe, maybe even that, you know. But I feel like I could see it because of Jake, man. You know, she got that million dollar payday against Katie. She been fighting. But, but, but you telling me Clarissa ain't make a mill for Marshall or better? Undisputed in her home country, like quote status. I mean, all the accolade. That shit don't make sense to me. Yeah, but you know. Amanda's had the opportunity to fight after that on Jake Undercards, co-main event for Jake and shit. Mm. So, I feel like, uh, oh, man, you know, maybe Jake is indeed taking care of her. Mm. Well, hopefully we get Brian on, who I sent the link, and he can let us know because he, he manages females. He's in the know. I'm, I'm, yo, I've been dying for this interview, let me tell you, for at least two years now. It's crazy. That long? For real. What? I'm saying, like, why couldn't... I haven't been able to get a hold of him till this year, and then it took many months to lock him in. Oh, wow. And, uh, I'm excited for this story, bro. He, I mean, in my mind, I've built him up to be this genius. I mean, think about it. The guy's got, like, 20 female fighters. So I'm dying to find out, like, when did it click? When did you know? Or was it because of his wife? Did he do and become who he is solely because of the, because of the wife? Or did he see something like Mikey and knew there was a void that was about to explode? Because I'm telling you, bro, this dude got so many of the girls we know, it's insane. I don't even understand it. Like, he got them all. Here we go. Brian, what's going on, my my friend? What's up, man? How are you? I am good. I was just telling my audience how I, I, I dropped the ball and forgot, but how I, how excited I am about this interview. I've been trying to get a, a hold of you for a while now. I think it's been about two years, truth be told, since I found out about you and uh, been wanting to get you on this show. Wanting that story um, because I didn't... I just want to know why you get started, right? Like, in my mind, I've built you up as this boxing manager genius, first and foremost. Let me just tell you. I got you as a genius, and I feel <laughs> like your story could go one or two ways. Like, you've seen a void in women's boxing, and you just started signing every woman you can sign, or you did it for the love of your wife. So I'll let you tell me what's the story. Well, first off, if I knew you were trying to get a hold of me two years ago, I, I would jump at the, you know, the chance to, to do an interview with you because I try to talk as much shit as I can uh, <laughs> on a regular basis. My wife will tell you I wake her up at night, I talk shit in my sleep. Oh, God, I can't stand Rick Ramos. Oh, my God. Oh, Jessica McCaskill's terrible. I talk shit all day long. So, no. It, um, but to, to be fair, uh, the reason why, honestly, I got involved with, uh, with, with uh, women's boxing is because of my daughter. Mm. Um, you know, my daughter's 12. I've been managing females for about 13, 14 years, but I really got deep into it. Um, when I seen how the females were treated, they were treated as a sideshow. You know, you get, 
the comments from the promoters hey does your fighter look like a 13 year old boy with a sports bra we don't want that that type of thing so i was like you know it's more of like and a lot of people don't know this it's more for like um women's equality is the kind of the reason why i kind of did it and you know everybody like like i said man i'll joke around i'll talk shit and things like that but um, just the, the, the way that they were being treated, you know, back in the day, 10, 12 years ago, females were fighting title fights for three grand and you was, you know, supposedly happy to take it, you know what I mean? And, and be grateful for a spot on the card. So ever since then, man, anybody that needed help, I would sign and I would help everybody. And, and that's basically, that's the story. You know what I mean? But what year did you start? Because I'm going to go through the list because I know my audience has no clue. And you yep. you fill me in on any names that BoxRec may not have. But you had Have start, or Have, Candy start Wyatt, with, uh, start, with Melissa, start with Melissa Hernandez because that was the first female I ever, I ever managed. From Florida? So, well, she was from the Bronx. She was from New York, uh, which she lived in Brooklyn at the time. And I'm trying to remember what our first fight was together, but it was that long ago. I know it was one of the fights. It was the first fight where she beat Jelena Morenovich. So if you can go back and look at that, it's in those type of years is when I first started managing females. Now, so some like of I these said. women I haven't seen, but most of them I have, which is, again, what struck my interest. Like Candy Wyatt, I know. Samara Woods, I know. Shelly Vincent, so, obviously we know. That first fight, that was uh, 2011, so yeah, about yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah, so there you go. So I, And I managed her probably like a few, you know, a year or so before that. So 12, 13 years I've been in the game, you know what I mean? And you even have Mary Spencer. Yeah, yeah, Bro, I got that little you're, you're everywhere. I'm... Melissa Odessa. Hold on, I hold on, hold on. Melissa. Hold on, when, when he said Mary's name, you're like, yeah. Like, I mean, because yeah, you just well, suffered, you know, suffered I had a that little loss like a fight ago. Yeah, so so a lot of people don't know about that loss is, believe it or not, man. So it was in Canada, obviously. She fought Femke Hermans, and mm -hmm. um, she had COVID, but nobody knew. We didn't find out till after the fight. It was like, she weighed in, and then the next day, I was because she wasn't eating a lot, I said, yo, let me see how much you weigh now. And she, like, lost two pounds which I thought was funny. And then I seen her warming up in the back. She's hitting the pads, but she's breathing a little heavy, which, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just peculiar to me. So after the fight and the way she looked, she got tested for, she had COVID. I mean, that's no excuse. I mean, you know, not taking anything away from, from Femke. She's a sweetheart. She's a hell of a fighter. And, you know, she deserved to win, obviously. But uh, yeah, no, Mary had, Mary had COVID. Uh, uh, so we're, we're doing the rematch for the IBF and IBO in, in October. So uh, I wanted to ask you specifically to the rematch because obviously this is going to be, you know, Mary's first fight since suffering the loss, but Femke's been active. Any concern there? So if you look at Mary's activity level, right, Mary has been super active and Mary's no young chicken, right? Mary's what, 38, 39 years old. So mm -hmm. I think her body was being pushed maybe a little bit too much you know uh you know all you know her promotional company Ida Tiger who done a wonderful job promoting her they spared no expense uh Mark Ramsey uh is is the head of operations there they done a, they did an amazing job with her bringing her up and, and and getting her the fights that she needed to get um I just think she was a little tired man and you know we'll see in October maybe she just can't beat Femke that's just some of those fighters can't you can't beat those kind of fighters and, I'm gonna and be it is real I watched that fight I think 
it's it's she's she's just got to go back to the uh you know drawing board. I feel she fell in love with her power. Let's be real. She was a puncher, and she kept trying to knock this girl out. Like at some point, you got a box. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, that's uh, how I looked at yeah. it. But um, outside of that, you got Melissa Odessa Parker. I don't know what happened with her because I've been following her for at least two, three years. Yeah. And she had like a year of inactivity. Then when I, I looked, she got a loss. She just lost in Texas. Like, what the hell happened? So, again, I'm going to tell you what happened. And she fought Sharita Metcalf, who, again, I love Sharita. Isn't that Slim Goody? I, if that's what you want to call it, yeah, no, I but suppose. That's her name, but that's her name, yeah, right? Yeah, the girl yeah, that hangs yeah. with Terrence Crawford, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people call her that. Some people call her chicken. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was it was one of those fights. It was one of those nights, I'll say, right? One of those nights that, like, when you're watching, I was there. I was there, obviously, right? And I'm watching all the other fights, and everybody who I thought won was either catching a draw or losing. So. You know, I'm sitting there, me and my wife were sitting there, Kaylee, and we're sitting there, we're watching the first round, and I'm, you know, we, that, we have that, that, that clock in our head. So I, I, she said to me, she says, does this round seem long to you? And I said, yeah, it does, actually. So I go to the timekeeper, I was like, yo, what's the time? He was like, 2.40. I said, they females. I said, ring the bell. They're not fighting three-minute wow. rounds, they're fighting two-minute rounds, right? Um, you know, the judges were there. Um, I don't know the judge's name, and I don't even know if I would say it here, but I, I would say it if I knew his name. I don't really care. But he's checking his cell phone during the fight. So um, hold on, hold on, hold on. We could figure that out, right? Because there's three judges. You had Manuel Chopper, who had uh -huh. 75-77. You had right. Hector Gonzalez, who had his 74-78. And then you right. had David, the David Ayobuchi, who had it a draw. Damn, so and it was tight be, scores. It, 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 it was, was a majority draw it, decision, yep. If you would have seen the fight, though, like, I swear, majority and again, decision. this is nothing against Sharita, man. She didn't land a punch for the first three rounds. Wow. She was, you know, Melissa's defense was on point, and she was the aggressor, right? And she was effective. So what do you score fights on? Effective aggressiveness, uh, defense, and, and uh, controlling the ring. And I feel like like Melissa did that the whole fight. Um, I did say to Melissa's corner that the judges are very the, the judging tonight is very off, and uh, um, you know whether they took it to account or didn't take it to account. Because if I'm not in the corner, I'm not in the corner. I don't like to disrupt things. Trainers got their own thing, so I don't. You know what I mean? I don't really, you know, get involved in that. But I will say because of the 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 judge, and I don't know like like you said, you did name the three judges. I just don't know which one it was. One of them was checking their cell phone during the fight, and and uh, as far as the timekeeping, um, so I did file a protest. So I have a protest pending, and I never do that. I never file a protest. I just think that yo, the shit was really off. It, it, the whole night though, everything was off. So I did file a protest, and I have a protest pending. Now she's fighting this Friday on the Zone in TJ against Erica Bruh. Cruz. I hope. I'm not getting in your business. I'm not saying this statement to to get an answer, but I hope you gotta pay because Cruz is tough. Isn't that the Cruz's yep. aunt? That's that's the yeah. aunt of of Isaac Cruz, the girl that fought Amanda Serrano, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same girl. I mean, she can fight. She's tough. But the thing is, man, you gotta remember, Melissa. You know when I presented the fight to Melissa. Melissa wants to fight some of the best females out there, and Cruz is a good fighter, and Melissa has a lot of testicular fortitude. 
and which means she's got big balls. So she, she she's going into the girl's backyard and wants to fight, man. I can't. I can present the fights. They can tell me if they want it. They don't want it. I can give my opinion. And at the end of the day, uh, uh, if if they're not putting herself in too much danger, then I, I'm gonna have to go with it. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. She's got to go to Tijuana for that one, right? Yeah, man. We gotta fly into San Diego and cross the border, mama. Uh, yeah. But uh, let yeah. me finish giving you some props here because I don't know what happened to this girl, but I'm excited whenever she does come back. Hopefully, you're not gonna tell me that she's retired and and you know has a family now, but. I'm not going to butcher her name, but they call her, like, Baby Tyson. She's trains up in uh, 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 up in Albany. Oh, yo. Oh, that, no, no, listen. no, Brian. Why are you making that face? Brother, brother, that girl is an utter nightmare. <sighs> She's a nightmare. She's a nightmare to deal with. She's a nightmare to put in fights. She's, uh, she's, a, she's, a, I'm sorry, my language. So she's, she's not a accepting fights? She's a nightmare. She's a nightmare. She's a, just a nightmare, man. Like, she got thrown out of the gym that she was in. Then, uh, I guess her old manager took a hold of her um, her Instagram account. It, she was she was uh, sparring with Bumgardner. Um, it, it, she's a nightmare, man. Otherwise, like you said, like, I would have the Bumgardner, I interviewed Bumgardner, and she said she was great work for that fight. What, what fight she said she got it ready for? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, ain't terrible. Yeah, I know it wasn't the Christina fight because, because truth be told, my name is coming off of there soon. I, I, I sold her contract. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got rid of her contract. And like I said, it's just, you know, if I can't vibe with a fighter, I can't, I just, I just can't deal with you, man. Like I have fighters that call me if they have guy problems, rent problems, any kind of problems. I'm supposed to be open enough that you can call me. Her, I just, yo, I, I, I just, I can't, I just can't deal with it. Can't deal with. Mm. Yeah. Well, the next one uh, that I'm excited about and making a lot of waves is Leanna Cruz. Woo! Woo! That's my boxing daughter. That's what uh, me and my wife call her. That's that's our boxing daughter. That that girl is a star. That girl is special. Um, we got presented a fight to fight Jasmine Artiga on uh, the upcoming show in September, but. She's not an opponent, in my opinion, man. She's a main eventer, and I don't need to throw her to somebody in her hometown just to make a, a, a quick payday or a quick dollar off of her because she doesn't deserve it, man. That girl deserves to be in the spotlight. That girl's going to be a star. Trust me. Nah, she definitely has the look. She fights like it. She, she takes the time to do, you know, nice ring outfits. Yeah, you know, you got, you got, so, some, you got some big names, man. Go ahead. So, you... You think she's ready to be main eventing already? Six and zero. I mean, four and zero. I His mean, other fighter, Ebony Bridges, went for a title <laughs> shot. Well, no, no. no yeah. I'm just, I, yeah, I feel like Ebony definitely, you know, had a, a a larger audience. I mean, larger Instagram following. Well, at if you time, go back at the time of Ebony's fight, she just had a following on Instagram for selling socks, bro. I do this shit for a living. I, I'm on top 100%. of hundred percent. Hundred percent. And, and, and don't be on top of her now. That's my fighter. No. <laughs> uh, uh, so she was living with us at the time because she what? couldn't get back. Yeah, she lived with us because she couldn't, you know, that was during COVID. So she couldn't go back to Australia. I see her training in Philly. I didn't know she was living yeah. with you. Okay, so yeah, you're a good yeah. guy. Yeah, man. So I opened my house up to some of these fighters, man, because, you know, in the women's game, they don't have money for the Airbnbs and 
to do all this other crazy, crazy stuff, man. So I, I built an apartment for fighters uh, in, in, in my house. So that, you know what I'm saying? It's just totally secluded, you know? So she was here for, um, during COVID, she couldn't get back to Australia. She was here for seven months. Wow. So, so yeah, man. But that's the game got, up though, because I seen your, your wife uh, working with her a lot, sparring with her. And then, you know, she, she won a bunch of fights. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you something, man. I would leave for the gym early in the morning because I would go train a couple people and then they would come and, you know, I'd leave the house, everything be good. And then that would be a sparring day and they would work. Yo, man, it looked like somebody broke somebody's favorite glass the way that they would go at each other. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was really good work. And and to me, you know, I think Eb, Eb looked the best while she was here. You know, she has some trainers in the UK, which, you know, I think she has another one. But I, I love Eb. Eb always said I'm her best trainer. Um, so it's like, you know, when it comes to women's boxing, I used to have to do it all. Train, manage. I do the cuts in the corners for the fighters, and I don't charge them, you know, to do cuts and things like that. You know what I mean? So I've been doing it since I was a kid. I started, you know, boxing when I was eight years old. So I've been around this game for a minute. What's the latest and greatest with Ebony? We haven't seen her, obviously, since the rematch with Shannon Corden. Or, right, so she Shannon left her trainer. Yeah, uh, so she, so she, she had a hand injury. She had to get, I think it was part of her hip put in her hand or, Damn. you know what I mean? Some, some Mr. Potato Head moves that they did uh, uh, put one part on with another. Um, uh, so she was recovering from that. She left her trainer, uh, which was Mark Tibbs, and I think she moved to a whole other section of England. And I think she's trying to adjust to her new trainer right now. And um, actually, you haven't. I actually have to give her a call today. Who, to who's the new guy? Uh, this guy, Dave. I'm really not familiar Cogwell? with him. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. He yeah. used to train Derek Chisora. Yeah, that's right. So, so she's been working with him, and you know, again, man, you know, training Derek Chisora and training Ebony Bridges is like Two having different a things. cat. Yeah. He also so, had he also had David Hay though. I'm I'm pretty sure he had David Hay for a couple fights or one or two fights, something like that. Right, right. So you got to remember too. But that's, that's another heavyweight. heavyweight. That's heavyweights, right? So, but th that doesn't mean that he's not knowledgeable and he doesn't, you know, he can't contribute to Ebb's arsenal or toolbox. To be fair, so I just don't know how it's going because I haven't really spoken to her in, in in a minute. So, but it's nothing. We don't have no beef. It's just sometimes she's a little busy and. I'm ripping. I just got back from Alaska. So, so Alaska. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I forgot you told me that when I was trying to lock what, you in. What you recruiting a fighter out there? Hey man, there's there there's some No, actually we're going to sponsor me and my wife are going to sponsor this uh guy's name is Thomas. Uh he does strongman competitions, but we were out there for her job. Um you know, we went on a little 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 getaway to get to know Alaska. So we went to three different parts. We went to Anchorage, we went to Nome, and we went to Kutzebue, and okay. she killed some salmon. She went fly fishing. We, you know, we hung out. It was nice. Brian, man, baby steps here. That first, uh, you know, that first contract, who helped you with that? Because what were you doing before that, before you were a boxing manager? I was boxing. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was boxing. Were you a pro? I was 15 and two with 14 knockouts. I won the WBC continental title. Yeah. And I pretty much managed myself. Uh, my dad was a boxing manager. He had um, guys, well, actually he's being inducted into the, into the New Jersey hall of fame or the end of the month, Buster Drayton. He was the IBF former junior middleweight champion. 
Yeah, Philly guys like uh, Anthony Witherspoon, Tyrone Crowley, Gary Hinton. He managed a lot of local guys here in Philly. So I've been in the boxing gym since I was a baby, man. Like, I remember when I was a little kid having to sit on, you know, guys doing sit-ups feet. You know what I mean? So I've been around boxing my entire life. That's all I've done. In terms so. of manager, though, any mentors? Or you just jumped in it two feet in and, and learned on your own? My dad, I would listen to my dad, but my dad is an old school, you know, you know, he'll, you know, he's the punch you in the face real quick type of old school type of guy, man. And, you know, in this day and age, you know, you can't do none of that crazy stuff. Um, I paid attention a lot. There was a matchmaker. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him named Johnny Boz. Johnny Bo Johnny Boz was um, he, he 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 if if anybody who remembers boxing back in like the 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 eighties and nineties man he was probably one of the smartest matchmakers you ever wanted to meet like he match made the guy by the name of Joey Gamache to to a title and wait Joey you know, Gamache is the trainer of o Odo Valine right and so, he helped so, Tio win the Leo Loma Loma Vasil Lomachenko fight. And to be fair, I wish Joey would be back with Tio because I think Joey is a great trainer. I think Joey is an excellent trainer. But yeah, he, you know, uh, Joey was what? Joey was from like Lewiston, Maine or something like that. And what fighter comes out of Lewiston, Maine? And the guy, Johnny Boz, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, man, I pay attention. I paid attention. Even when I was boxing and fighting on cards, I just paid attention. And I taught, I, you know, I had access to a lot of a lot of great managers and a lot of great trainers. So I always just paid attention. Um, you know, like I said, I would hear my dad, you know, but, you know, I have to filter him some things out because it wouldn't fly today or, or back when I started managing. But I, I always just really paid attention. Have you ever signed a male? And if not, why not? Why, why do you only have a roster of females? Mm. Excuse me. So, no, I used to have males as well. I used to okay. have a lot of the guys that fought in the Golden Gloves in New York. I had a kid. He was a hell of a prospect named Steven Martinez. He won the Golden, Golden Gloves multiple times in New York. Luis Cruz. Uh, I had Edgar Santana. Did Steven become a pro and fight on top no. rank cards? So Steven, yeah, Steven, Steven, okay. Steven was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I love Steven, you know what I'm saying? Um it just got to the point where, you know, Steven got a job and he got a real good plumbing job, which, you know, he has a family he had to take care of. And, you know, sometimes that dedication comes from the gym, you know, goes away from the gym more towards the job. And you start training only when you have a fight and that doesn't work. Uh, it's basically like, you know, like Mike Tyson said, you start becoming civilized. When you start becoming civilized, you lose that hunger. You lose, you just lose, you lose a little bit. And, um, you know, um, like I said, then I had Edgar Santana. Nobody wanted to touch Edgar Santana when he came out of jail. I had him. I had him to an NABO title. Um, I had Cornelius Locke at one time. Cornelius Locke fought Mikey Garcia. I had, yeah, I did have guys. Uh, I have a guy right now, actually, Joseph Fat Ortiz. Uh, oh, okay, from Philly. From, from Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't, What's I don't up? Where not... did you get with him? Because, man, I've been no Fuck, I've been knowing Joseph Fat for a minute now he's yeah, going slow yeah. well he signed <laughs> he signed to Debella, so wow. i have to go with a promoter's pace to be fair right um he fought he caught that l and then he you know he he switched trainers so now he's being trained trained by uh wahid rahim who i know from um when i oh i'm sorry i used to train eric hunter too outlaw okay I'm, i know eric hunter 
Yeah, so I knew Waheed through through Outlaw, and uh, now Josephat trains with Waheed, which Waheed is a great trainer, man. And he was always a student of the game, and I like him because he's kind of old school like myself. And when you're old school, that means like you follow follow like a kind of a train of, a, 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 tra a chain of command, meaning like I don't overstep my bound when it comes to training. You know what I'm saying? Like. If I think the the fight is good, I bring it to Wahid. Wahid will bring it back to me, and you know what I mean that 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 sort of thing. And um, I think it's it's starting to lose. Boxing is starting to lose that today. You know what I'm saying? Like you got matchmakers and promoters hitting your fighter up on Instagram or Facebook, or it's just mad disrespectful. You know what I mean? You, if, if you know the fighter, my name is connected to my fighters. Just hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. This is mad disrespectful. I just, you know, that's like one so of my pet peeves. You go through that um, often. Your your fighters yeah. being content because I thought that was illegal. I mean, we see Leonard Ellerby come out on Twitter and tell Eddie Hearn every day that that's illegal to contact his fighters. It is. It's actually tor torturous interference and collusion. But if you look at Leanne's um, uh, some of her posts, you'll see people. Oh, you got to get you in the bare knuckle fighting and contact me. So uh, that was one of the quote unquote female matchmakers for bare knuckle boxing. And I know personally, David Feldman. So I called David up, I'm like, yo, David, can you shut this down for me? Oh, sorry about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, so, but I know, you know, obviously David from the, from uh, Philly. I, I actually fought on a card that his brother promoted, uh, Damon. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. So, just so people know, we stopped at Liana Cruz. Uh, the mm. next big name, uh, obviously, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on to your point with the Liana Cruz thing. When, when my man asked me if, um, um, do I think she's ready to main event? I had a girl, you look her up, her name is Alicia Napoleon. She main evented oh, at five and oh, damn, that was yours too. Yeah, Bro, yeah I still have her. But how do you do that? How is it that you got all the top names? It don't make it's like you got a monopoly, and I don't mean to disrespect, but it's like you got all no. the good females. No, I'm gonna and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It's how I treat people, man. I treat people like I treat especially females, man. That's somebody's daughter, that might be somebody's mother, that's somebody's aunt. I treat them with respect. You know what I'm saying? And and they feel comfortable with me because I I believe in karma, right? If God forbid, if I'm not here, I would love for somebody to take care of my daughter the way I'm taking care of people. And literally, I don't advertise, come come get managed by me. It's all word of mouth type of things. Mm. You know what I mean? But to, to that point, uh, Napoleon, 5-0, and oh, she fought for the WBC Silver, and, and she was she main evented in, uh, I think it was Queens, New York. So is so, she done? So, because it's like after her loss and marriage and child, she's... Like you said, domesticated, you know, right. is she so, done? No, no, she's actually training, her weight's down. You know, when you have a baby, you know I mean, you start eating and doing all that other crazy stuff. Her weight is down, and I believe that we're going to put her on a card October, it's either 26th or 27th, I think it's the 26th, which is a Thursday in Hell's Kitchen in New York at Sony Hall. So she's ready to fight again, and she should be able to jump right back into it because there's, you know. At 60 uh, or 68? Nah, she, that's too big for her, and I've I, and I've and I've said that to her before. And the only reason why she fought for the sixty-eight title was because that was the only one that was available at the time. And when she would fight for that title, I would always do a catch weight of like sixty-one or sixty-two, because she's she's not a sixty-eight pounder, so she's gonna start at fifty-four. Um, but I would love for her to go down to forty-seven if possible. 
Damn, fight with her and Maricela Cornejo would be good. Maricela's at 47 now. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were supposed to fight back in the day. They had some beef, some issues, some, I don't know, Maricela posted some sparring, sparring things back in the day. So I would welcome that fight. I love Maricela. I think she did a hell of a job stepping in against um, um, uh, Clarissa. But, um, you know, that's the WBC's favorite favorite fighter. So, hell yeah. You know but I mean, mean you know her managers. Let me shut up. Who's her manager? Never mind. Nah, come on now. No, you can't Ryan. do that. So huh. let me ask you. So no, with Leanna, who's the manager? Nah, so with Leanna, right? Nancy. Uh, I, I believe Nancy is, right? That's who I see uh, represent her all the time. I mean, that's and that's the thing. If you just go back and which is fine, man. It's it's you know, but, I mean all... to be fair, to be fair. That's like you getting a job now with the WBC or the WBO or any sanctioning body for that matter. Like, Nancy was working with her before she got her position with the WBC. So, you know, it's like it's like you too, right? Like, if you get picked up by ESPN, motherfucker, you better make it easier for me over here. But how long was she, how long did she have that job with the WBC? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I've been knowing Nancy at least 13 years. Okay. Somewhere so, in that time, she went from just doing what she was doing to now also working with the WBC. So when she fought, when when Maricela fought Kaylee in, in New Zealand, you know Nancy was with her. So that's 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 a minute ago, right? Damn. So she's been fighting for WBC titles way back when. You know what I'm saying? So which, like I said, man, listen. I mean, but, got that little, but this was to be this... fair. So is Melissa Hernandez. Between you and Sarafina. I don't think no girl in history got more title shots than Melissa Hernandez. So I, I think I got Melissa, what, she had one of the, you know, and, and at the time, the WIBA was, you know, I mean, that was a that was a highly recognized title. She had a WBA something something or another title, and she fought for one more title with me, too. Um, you know, when Sarafina got her, I mean, let's be honest, and, you know, Sarafina works with me now, so I can't I can't say too much because I don't want to get that phone call from Sarafina. <laughs> Shout out to her. Congratulations. I'm happy that she got yeah. a job. I, I've been seeing her do her thing, you know, without help from a, a big manager like you and Split T for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. I kind of love working with her. She's feisty. You know what oh. I mean? Everybody knows how feisty she is. But she she she's very teachable, and like if 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 you say things to her and it makes sense, she listens. So I, like I kind of love working with her. Like uh, you know, we just signed that girl over to, to, Mar to Ma uh, Brown is the Tierra one. Brown. Tierra Brown. That's the one I was going to next. Yeah, Elham. No, the girl Elham, the girl yeah, from I France. Yeah, I seen that That's, as well. Right. So she had her, and you know, she didn't want to sign, so we got creative with the contract and things like that. And she. She moved her over, so it's, it's, you know, like I said, by the time Sarah got Melissa Hernandez, Melissa's a little past her prime. She's a little past her sell-by date, which is fine. You know what I mean? She just lost to my other girl, Carla Torres. But that's why, that's why I value what Sarah does, because like you said, by the time she got her hands on Melissa, she yeah. shouldn't have been getting a title shot. And somehow she still put it, I think it was a Katie Teller fight. What was uh, that? Chantel Cameron in Vegas. Ch yeah. That's biggest. How the fuck, man? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I think on the Haney Linares. Right. Haney then, JoJo. Yeah. then she got Bamba, one of the influencers. I was like, oh, yeah, how yeah, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. doing yep, that yep, shit? Yep, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That yo, yo, Scott. Bamba. 
Yeah, yo, yo, Sarah's a hustler, yo. Nah, like, she, she's a hustler. Bruh, and, and not in a bad way. I don't mean that name. Like, she, she hustles. You know what I'm saying? Did she like, put uh, Dominic Wade in the... I don't know. I don't want to give her credit for that. She might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought she put Dominic Wade in that Triple G fight a bunch of years ago. Yeah, listen, man. Sarah's a hustler, man. She I, And I'm, I'm glad that she works with us now. A lot of people, you know... Everybody gonna say something about somebody, right? Everybody gonna say something about me, something about her. You know, somebody's gonna have something negative to say, regardless. But I love working with her, man. She's she's real. Uh, she's real. She's real. Sarah's real. You know what I mean? For sure. But Brian, yeah. Brian, but uh, I did want to before we move too far past, and I forget. So with Leanna. You would, yeah. you would have made a, No, 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 no. Who, who you got for Leanna? No. He trying to match nah, me. Nah, What's nah. going on? Nah, bro, because he mentioned, he mentioned, uh, who'd you mention that was 5-0? and oh? That was headlining. Uh, Alicia Napoleon, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he mentioned how specifically she was headlining local. So I was going to ask, is Leanna going to be in Allentown or in the PA area no, specifically? She does, she does the 2300 Arena, right? Yeah, so she does the 2300 Arena, um, which we're probably, uh, we're going to bring her back uh, November 10th to fight. Hopefully I can get her for like a little NABF title, but she'll be the co-main event to Sonny Kanto. And then, like I said, man, she she she's a great ticket seller. That is fight Kanto, on the, I'm yeah. sorry, is he still with Top Rank? Yeah, Sonny signed with Top Rank. Um, wow. Yeah, Sonny signed with Top Rank. He, I think he has a few more years left with them. And, I, I, and again, yo, I've known Sonny since, man, he wasn't even a Bronco. He was a little mini horse, right? <laughs> uh, uh, he was about 120 little pounds, skinny little kid in the gym. So um, with Split T, I mean, I deal with him a lot. I actually, um, we have a camp house in New Jersey. Um, it's a 50 acre camp house. It's, uh, it has like, has a little mansion part where it's a beautiful house. It has saltwater pool, but also we have a, we converted a, a horse arena. It's about 8,000 square foot to a boxing gym. Like it's stated art. Everything is stated art there. And, we, and on the facility, we converted a horse barn to living quarters for sparring partners. So I, he's going to start camp there on Monday for November 10th. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't just, and, and that's the thing, I organize a lot of that construction and things like that that happened at that house because my background was in construction at one point as well. So, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not just, I, I, I wear many hats. <laughs> I wear many hats. For sure. So, Tierra yeah. Brown, bro, she's been like the, I, I don't want to give her the boots tag because I already gave that to today's Green, but she's certainly this unsigned talent that now got yeah. signed this this dark horse that everybody thinks can beat everybody in the division. How difficult is it going to be to get her fights? Because, cool, she got a manager now, but can you get her fights? Yeah, 100%. I mean, she was, she was signed to a manager that really, uh, in my opinion, was uh, inadequate for her. It meaning, you know, buying fights in at fucking El Pollo Loco in, in some obscure country did nothing for her. She didn't. It didn't move the needle at all. You know what I mean? Uh, in in her last what three uh, f three or four fights, did nothing for her. Mm -hmm. Um, you know I now mean, two you of know, those was were no star fights. What the hell? No star fights, and that doesn't get you nowhere. And, and I like to use the phrase where a lot of people say, "Oh, I I don't play checkers. I play chess. I don't play either because I, I play Monopoly." Right. So <laughs> m Monopoly meaning, motherfucker, you're going to land on my boardwalk eventually. <clears throat> right. 
And I, I, I think she's, she's about, uh, Tierra's about at the four yard line. All she needs is, is a little screen pass to get, get, get into that end zone. And I'm here to throw that to her. Nats to don't know shit about football. I don't. I don't even I understood. <laughs> I understood everything you saying, but, but, but Brian, you know, sometimes when you right there, you just hand the ball to Marshawn, just like hand it off, right? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking. <laughs> you you so handed I, to Marshawn at the four yard line. You you guaranteed. You're right. I may not right. know football, but uh, I know these women, I, and 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 I'm very happy you signed Miss Brown. I mean, uh, I lived in Florida for a little bit, and uh, she's a, a officer out there in Fort Myers. She trains at a gym I used to visit, and she just needs that opportunity, man. I've been hearing. Only good things about her and seeing, you know, I got to see her spa once. And, uh, man, I'm excited to see what she can do on that high level, see if that power is real, too. Yeah, no, I agree with you, too. You know, and to be fair, a lot of these females have PTSD from signing with managers, right? So me and Tierra, I've known Tierra for years, and her and I spoke about me managing her quite a few times, right? Uh, then she signed, she signed with Luigi, the guy that has... Um, Maureen Shea, you know, yeah, I know, yeah, that's that's exactly how, how I though, feel. But Maureen Shea ain't for. I mean, you talking about the girl from New York, right? Yeah, the girl from New York who has over thirty fights and never won a world title. So yeah, yeah. he has. Yo, you know, she made her name. Look, she was great at marketing. Let's be real. She made a name for herself, like you said. Without a world title, I know her. The boxing mm -hmm. public knows her. Didn't mm -hmm. she get um? Isn't her nickname Million Dollar Baby or some shit? Yeah, because she I think she trained Hillary Swank for 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 the car. Yeah, for the uh, movie. For the, for, for the yeah, yeah, yeah. She capitalized movie, right? off that little movie. <laughs> right, right, right. So if you look at it, man, a guy like Luigi, you know, he didn't have to do much with her because, like you just say, you knew her, mm -hmm. right? And she didn't win a world title. The only other two really world champions he had was Alicia Ashley. Who you know she's a legend. I ain't going. You know I'm not going to knock that, but I don't think really he had anything to do with it. Do with it, and he had Jennifer Hahn uh, at one point, which had she had the IBF title, which she never really made a dime with Luigi. Again, checkers chess monopoly, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the most money she made is when she left uh, Luigi and and fought uh, Katie Taylor, obviously, right? So uh, whatever Tierra's reason um, and whatever Luigi said for those two getting together for, for a year or four fights or whatever the contract was, hey, more power to him, but he couldn't do shit for her. He'll never be able to do shit for her. And I think he's a shit manager. Mm. Well, since we talk about managers, I mean, you came in uh, shooting shots at, at Rick Ramos. What's the beef there? I don't like when you talk about females, right? Uh, what you know, exactly? I don't in like, what way? What do you mean? So I don't like when you. I don't like when you do. Like if you never got in the ring, and never got punched in the face, and never got hit with a body shot that makes you want to piss your pants, or the next morning, you ain't waking up and your nose is sore and your jaw is realigned. Don't talk shit. Leave it to the females to talk shit. Don't talk shit about my wife. Don't talk shit about Mary McGee. Don't talk shit about any of my fighters. When you do that, you get smacked in the face, and that's what happened to him when I ran into him in England. He got smacked in the face. What? Oh, yeah, this is, this I mean, is not an urban legend. I mean, you do look cocky. I've been doing my research. You do look like you fucking bodybuilding hold shit. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What happened, Brian? So, uh, we were I mean, in, he said he I, talked about his wife, so I mean, obviously it's some personal shit. 
Well, you're talking about, but you know, it's it's not even that. Like, don't disrespect my fighters. Don't like I go hard for my fighters. I like again, yo. It's not just we signed a contract. You're with me. That's that's the end of it. If you talk shit about my fighters, yeah, it might be business, but I take it personal because again, I'm gonna reiterate the fact that's somebody's mother. That could be some. That's somebody's daughter. Obviously, don't talk shit about them if you can't fight. You think he gonna deny this? Holy shit. Oh no, you can yo. You can patch him in. No, no, I'm saying you think he'll deny oh. it? No, because he posted it, that he got punched in the face. I think I got the screenshot of one of his oh, little Twitter joints. I'll send it to you. It's, when, it's, it's when, somewhere. When, when was this? But what did he say? Uh, because honestly, I see I'm. you going to hate this. He going to hate this. But <laughs> I see Ramos as like the next you, bro. Like who else got that many females? And he doing his thing to come out of nowhere. Let's give him let's give him some credit. He came out of nowhere. He got an undisputed champ. He signed a bunch of females. He he got the pop in his gym in Chicago, right? Am I lying? Oh, I mean, that's man. like getting that's like that's like getting a free bowl of soup at the soup kitchen. Like, yeah, you know I mean, that's I mean, I mean, look at the females he signed and look where they fight and look who they fight. It doesn't mean when, when you manage a fighter and you try to position them in, in the best way, uh, fighting fights in fucking Boise, Idaho or fighting fights in, 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 in Kalamazoo, that doesn't do anything for a fighter fighting against, you know, one in 29, you know, Karen Doolins of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does nothing for your fighters. So he signed a bunch of fighters. I mean, so what? Rick Ramos? We'll call Rick Ramos my stunt double because he's trying to marry his fighter, too. We'll call him my stunt double. <laughs> so, so. But Brian. <laughs> yo, this, yo. Guy, this, guy's, this guy's a yo. comedian. Yo. But <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Brian. I co- and and yeah. I'm a Chicago guy. I'm going to throw that out there. But, Yo. I was following Jessica before her and Rick was even a thing, right? Like, I've been yeah. following Jessica. You can't tell me that those bullshit fights don't get you nowhere. It got her undisputed. Now, granted, it took for Rick to talk a lot of fucking shit to be able to get a Katie Taylor opportunity. And then, you know, more opportunities came from that. But, yo, she was fighting at the fucking horseshoe in Hammond, Indiana. Well, you have to... I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start somewhere. I'm not saying... I'm not saying that 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 you 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 know in, in your third or fourth fight you fighting you know what I'm saying you're fighting a fucking world champion or or ex world champion although I've done that with O'Shea Jones but we can get to that later in our second fight. Um, That's another but, one I forgot, bro. You got so many. I don't. Get, right. I don't get right. it though. That's crazy. So, <laughs> so so you know, and and I appreciate the fact that you're from Chicago, but like I, I just. Rick, no, I get what you're saying, well, though. I get what you're saying. You're saying, yeah. You're you're just saying if that's all you fight, then that's not gonna get you anywhere. You know, I no, get. It. It, it, I thought you were just not, saying like, like at all, like it. You know, if you get those kind of fights at all. What's your thoughts on you know, Summer Lynn that just turned to a fire? I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say she walked fire, up. fire, firefighter, but he had had her to what seven and zero. She couldn't get the TV fight she needed, and she walked away from the sport. I think it's unfortunate, and I think that he sells these these women a dream that they'll be fighting on the zone and they'll be fighting here and be fighting there. But listen, man, I've been to Eddie Hearn's house. I know how Eddie feels about him and and, and the rest of things, things like that, right? I'm just not the dude to post pictures with Eddie in the car with Eddie. Like to me, he just does a lot of shit to hustle people, and but you can't hustle. 
you can't hustle a, a, a real motherfucker that knows the game. And I know the game inside. I could, whatever, whatever I forgot yesterday, he'll never know. He'll honestly never know. Like, and and for is him to aspire. Is huh? there a fight that could be made to settle this? I mean, this just sounds like. Oh, something. yeah, I tried to make it. Bobby Hits. I contacted Bobby Hits. So, so Bobby you Hits. Want? I wanted to fight Rick. What you mean? Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm thinking you talking about Bro, one of your females. What the fuck? <laughs> so what you, you mean? called Bobby. You called Bobby trying to make a fight between you and, and then Rick. Bobby, yeah, Bobby called me. And, yo, my thing is, listen. He so did Rick turn it? Did you send him a, a, a contract or something? Bobby tried to get a hold of him, and then I don't know what happened. But yo, listen, I'll put this out here. And yo, I don't, I won't train one day for that fight. I'll donate whatever is raised to, to whatever charity anybody wants, just so I could beat his ass again. So I'm gonna tell you what happened in England. I was sitting in the booth. We were in. We, it was media day. We were announcing a 140 pound tournament. So I had Mary McGee there. I had my wife there. Jessica Kamara was running a little late, and he had talked shit about this whole tournament. And um, I think it, it was when Katie Taylor, I'll tell you exactly when it was. It was the day before Katie Taylor was fighting Jennifer Hahn. Uh, it, was, it was on that card because there was a, a, a lot of people. Oh, um, man, what's that guy? Rick, <laughs> Rick usually yo, yo, in the chat too. That's crazy. Where yo, patch him in. because nah, so, he's so, M.I.A. So my, <laughs> yo, patch, that, patch him in because if you bring him up here and he denies it, I'll catch a flight to, to what's-his-face and smack the shit out of him again. Jesus. So I'm sitting there talking to Eddie. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking to Eddie and my wife, and um, um, so my wife goes, oh, yeah, there goes your boy, and I didn't see him. I was like, oh, so I put my phone on the table, and, and Eddie said to my wife, where's he going? He was like, this is not going to be good. She said, this is not going to be good, Eddie. So I, following him, he, he went up to go the wrong stairway. He came back down. He looked at me. He was like, oh, what's up? And put his hand out. I was like, yo, I'm not going to shake your hand. Yeah, so uh, uh, he had his right hand out, and I'm looking him face to face, and I smacked him with my left hand. And um, he says, uh, he took, you know, stumbled backwards, dropped his little stupid papers and whatever he had in his hand, and he says, uh, uh, that, that, that's assault. I'm calling the police. And the motherfucker called the police on me. In England? So yeah. What happened? So Eddie came to me. He said, mate, he said, what, what, what are you doing? He was like, Oh man! To be fair, and and that's why, like, I know the real feelings about him from the people in that room because a lot of the people, executives, executives, you know what I'm saying, were happy I did it, right? So the cops came and they just told me I can't smack nobody no more while I'm in England. So Yo, that's the beauty of England. They 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 don't mind a couple of bar fights, bro. It's crazy mm -hmm. over here. You'll get no, arrested then, for that. Right. Wow. Then the security, the, the security. I'm really good with all the matchroom security. So I think Jessica was there. So they, she was going to call out Katie Taylor uh, during the the press conference. And uh, I just told the matchroom security, I said, Yo, just give me seven second head start if they start talking shit about Katie. And then, yeah, but he never said nothing, and, and Jessica never showed up to the to the press conference. And that's fact. That's fact. I, I could tell the same story over and over because I'm not lying. I want to show you something here. Let me see. Brian, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Were you were you Southpaw or Orthodox? He's Southpaw. He smacked him with the left. No, no, no. <laughs> I could switch. I, I used to, no, so I, I, could, I, could, I was ambidextrous when I was younger. So I could What's listed on your box rack? Well, nothing. That's orthodox, baby, but there ain't nothing Orthodox about me. 
I wanted to show you this. Yeah. I Can can't see that shit. You no, see my glasses, how big let they me zoom are, in. Let me zoom in. I zoomed in now. This is Serrano on her Instagram story responding to an interview that Rick Ramos did where she says, with all due respect, Rick Ramos, he is incorrect on this one. I could care less about Katie Teller. I'm past her. I'm actually making more money than any other female boxer today, including Katie. So I don't really need her. I want to stop there because I'm almost calling Kat. Is she really making more than Katie and Clarissa? And obviously you being a manager, you should know. Yeah, she's getting paid really well. Listen, man, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people think that me and Jordan have beef, which, we, you know, we just had two Jordan really good fighters. Jordan is her husband. Uh, oh, trainer? Manager. Yeah, trainer. yeah. Manager, trainer. Yeah, hey, man. Listen, hey, wait, wait a I mean? minute, wait a minute. How do you not like that, but you did it first? I, no, no, I didn't. Cause look, I, he just I, made him. He made fun of Rick. He's like, yeah, he tried to marry his fighter. Now you you laughing at Jordan? Well, then I'll be Jordan's stunt double. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. I think Jordan is supposed to be with Cindy. I don't know anything. I'm just commenting on, you know, the job that Jordan oh, did. Oh, so, so Jordan... I got the wrong. Okay, I thought I, I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, so so Jordan Jordan and I, man, you know, obviously he had Amanda and I had a girl by the name of Monica Jeffrey at the time. And Monica, if nobody knows her, she was probably her. one of the most rounded female fighters at, that I've ever seen. Ever, 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 ever. I don't care about no if she was around, she beat Katie Taylor. She would uh Ronica was one of my favorite females to watch, just in general, right? Um, and you know, there was a little, little professional beef here and there, but I don't have no beef with Jordan. I think he did a great job with Amanda. He, he you know, he got her to a lot of titles. You know, you he did what a manager's supposed to do. He played, he played Monopoly. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I still have a bunch of questions from the people. Those are all mine, but I'm going to go out to the people and see if they have anything. We do have a couple of posts for you. Danny, if you have anything while I uh, get to that? Um... Come on, Danny. Shoot your shot. Go ahead. Yo, I mean, you just said a lot that the shit I did have, I had a couple on tuck. You, you definitely threw me off, man. You definitely <laughs> threw me off uh, with the Rick, uh, you know, just news to me. I honestly. Well, in the meantime, which one know. was it? Which fight was it that made you and were you already with your wife? Where like which one was it that made you guys decide? Let's let's go all in. Let's keep signing more women. So, so it was, it was, she, cause she would always do camps here in Philadelphia. And like I said, she, she quarantined here and we never did nothing. We never even gave that, that close hug, never kissed, never nothing the whole time I managed her, but it was after the Candy Wire fight. It was after the Candy Wire fight. Uh, she fought, she won the WBA title. The next night I flew to South Carolina for a Christy Martin card where we had Tika Hemingway fighting. And then Kaylee came back to, to, to the house, and I think it was, it was November 11th. I could probably, I can tell you today it was. It was November 11th, and just something was different in camp. It was just a different type of vibe, and she's sitting on the couch. She was like, yo, you said you had something to tell me? And I said, yo, I said, I, I love you. She says, I love you too, and then that was it. And then, um, what, 14, 15 days later, I asked her mother and her brother for a hand in marriage at uh, Thanksgiving, and then we got married a year later, November 27th. So that's how it happened. That's amazing. But I was asking, which fight was it that made you guys oh. decide, let's go all in on the managing aspect? 
Oh, oh, I mean, so. Dude, you mean me and her? Nobody like you. Like, truth be told, I don't know another even male manager that has this many fighters, unless we're gonna compare you to Al and call you an advisor. So I'm, right, you right. know, I'm trying to figure out when did you start investing in your managing business? Because I mean, you just have a lot of big names. It, it was, it was honestly, man, it was back in the day when I had uh, Melissa Hernandez. It's, it's, it mm-hmm. was way before I started managing Kaylee, right? It was, so I had Melissa Hernandez first, then I had Ronica Jeffrey, and then it just kind of snowballed. Then I got Alicia Napoleon. Then I got a girl by the name of Jennifer Santiago. And it just, it just started building. Then I started getting all the girls from New York, Keisha McLeod Wells. And it was centralized mainly to New York. And then, you know, uh, Melissa St. Bill. how long ago was this? Because women's boxing, was, that's my thing. Was, it, it wasn't jumping. So, like, what made you keep giving out contracts? How would you know it was finally going to pop off? Oh, man, I kind of, I you know, and there's a lot of people, that's a great question. I, I just felt that eventually it's going to catch on. I mean, I just, I just had a feeling. I mean, it's one of those things, man. You, you know, you just have a feeling. And I just had a feeling... And even if it didn't catch on, I'm gonna be honest with you. In 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 my heart of hearts, I always, you know, for as bad as some of these female athletes got treated, I felt good knowing that, you know, in making them and helping them make them a world champion, nobody would ever be able to take that away from them. So it really wasn't seeing that 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 long vision 10, 12 years down the line. It was honestly that that tunnel vision right there and then to make them a world champion so nobody can take that away from them ever whether they have a kid next week next month you know what i'm saying nobody can ever take that away from them so i just really that's that was that was my my main reason you know that and you know again having a daughter i got knockouts with nika that says why did melissa pull out of the metcalf fight the first time it was scheduled days before just curious Sure. So there was a promotional issue. There was just a problem with the promoter. Uh, that was that was all. It was um, it was more of a paperwork issue than anything else. It wasn't so much Melissa being scared uh, or or Sharita being scared. Sharita, I'll be honest with you, Sharita has been a professional the whole through this whole process. Melissa was professional through the whole process. It was just a glitch in in the paperwork in uh, one of the promoters. Uh, you know, uh, contracts, that's all. It really, that, that's that's the best way to describe it without saying too much. Frank Steyer from Top Rank. Brian Cohen is an <laughs> awesome, solid dude. <laughs> Frank is my man, man. He works for Top Rank. And as you know, Split T, we have, I think we got like 14 or 15 guys signed with Top Rank. And uh, I, I've, I've, I was the one from, from Split T that was going through the bubble the whole time. So I spent a lot of time with Frank. And Frank is a South Philly dude, man. His family lives around the corner here. So. Oh, yeah. I know Frank from back in the day from ATG, bro, when he was doing podcasts. Yeah. Um, he the one introduced dude. me to Fury. I, you know, he, he did that that undefeated show. It was Fury versus Derek Chisora on his podcast. Long, okay. Many, yeah. many, many, many years bro, ago. Bro, you know, he still claims to this day, he was like, they were never on the same show. Well, I mean, I don't know. But no, I know that's how I found him. Right, that's how you remember him for sure. But uh, last question from Ruiner Five Hundred Four New Orleans. He says, "What time? No, what will it take to make women's boxing more relevant?" I think it's growing legs every day, man. I, you know, there's still some people. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wish Al Heyman would get on board. To be mm. to be fair, 
um, you know, uh, you know, so I, I really wish that every promotional company would get on board and don't see them as just another like a female fight and this, that and the third. They're real athletes, man. And, and nine times, eight times out of 10, they're the most exciting fights on the card, you know, bar none. You know what I mean? Um, I just wish that a lot more promoters would invest into them the way I've invested my time and resources over the years, because you will see they they grow a hell of a fan base like like Leanna Cruz, man, getting back to her. Her fan base is incredible. You go down like O'Shea Jones. She just fought in overtime. There was so many people there to see O'Shea. And that was in Atlanta. She's from Ohio. It was it's amazing. So you. A, a lot of these promoters should get behind them because they don't think there's money in women's boxing. There's a lot of money in women's boxing. You just got to know how to get it and be patient. Um, Brian, women's boxing, uh -oh. mm -hmm. who do you see as the face of it? Like, who do you think put boxing on television and 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 can that credit be given the two or should it be given the two separate people like i like to believe like obviously clarissa has put american boxing on her back for women but you got to give katie teller some credit right for what she's been able to do and how globally she's done it like we could give Cl uh, clarissa all the credit but is katie putting on the bigger show or am i wrong so again, you have to go back to the Christy Martins. You got to go back to the Ann Wolves. You got to go back to the Leila Ali's. You got to go back to the pioneers, Belinda Laricuente. You got the Melissa Hernandez's. You got to go back then. They were on TV. A lot of people don't know that. Then a lot of people think that it's a miracle that, um, you know, Serrano's fighting, uh, you know, three 12 minute rounds. That was done already in the 80s. They fought 15 rounds one time. No, no, minutes, no, no, no. She fighting. She, Brian, she, she fighting 12 three-minute rounds, not three 12-minute well, rounds. <laughs> that, that's some barbaric shit right there. Yeah, that's that is barbaric shit. You're right. Hey, that's, but, no, but, that, but, that, that's doghouse rules right there. Floyd, yeah, Floyd yeah, you ain't lying about that. You're right. Thanks for the correction. Shit. Um... Uh, but it's, it's, you know, like it's been done before, right? So it, back in the day, they, they fought three minute rounds, uh, 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 you know, 15 rounds, females fought that before. Um, and Sue Fox has that up on her website, but modern day, I mean, it kind of started with Katie Taylor. Clarissa is kind of neck and neck, man. Um, and now I think you got Serrano, you know, rounding the bend and, you know, she's doing a lot of big things for women's boxing. But I mean, I think ultimately because the stage that Eddie Hearn gave Katie Taylor, you would have to say Katie Taylor right now. And then it, I, in my opinion, Katie, and this is nothing against Clarissa because I think Clarissa is a hell of a talent. I mean, she's she's amazing. Anybody you put her in there with, she dominates, right? Um, so I just think it's Katie, Clarissa, Amanda right now. Now, Amanda may take over, but you know what I mean? At what point? Super duper last one, I swear. Um, no, no, no. You having so many females, WBC has this hard stance on not wanting three-minute rounds, not wanting 12, I mean, three-minute rounds, 12-round fights. They say that, you know, they've done studies and the, the next structure is different from a man and they just don't want the women taking more uh, punishment than they need to. But, you know, you're heavily invested in women's boxing. I've been to the conventions. I see women that want three-minute rounds. What is your stance? 
So I think the first thing to do, right, instead of bumping everything up to three minutes, well, why don't you just, I think a, a good, a good uh, a navigation tool would be going from a title fight, a 12 round title fight, two minutes, and then see if there's any, any ill effects or anybody has any ill effects from that. And then, you know, you monitor it for a couple of years, then just bump them up to three minutes, 12, you know, three minute rounds. Um, but with that being said, a female doesn't have that much testosterone in their body like a male, man. They're not going to cause that much damage like a male. They're just not. It's just, you know what I mean? And anyway, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the brain damage and a lot of the effects to the brain and the concussions and a lot of things happen during sparring, not necessarily happening in a fight. A fight might, a fight obviously will agitate it. But some of these fighters do come into the fight concussed or, or, or with a slight bleed in their brain. And, and, you know, fighting, you know, in an actual fight without a headgear and bigger gloves, obviously will agitate it. But, I mean, just bump it to, to 12, minute, uh, 12 rounds, two minutes. And let I think me, you'll be fine. Let me, let me ask you because uh, you kind of you hit it on the head when you said that most of the damage is done in sparring. But... Bro, I'm 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 in a lot of gyms. I don't I can recall off the top of my head one woman that I've ever seen in my life spar two minutes. In my so life. You, so you should so if you're going to Rick Ramos's gym, that's probably why. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, just messing with nah, you. No, nah, <laughs> look, we're in Vegas and yeah, you know, I yeah. have been I have been to Rick's gym, but bro, I've I've been to gyms all over this country. I've never seen a woman spar a two-minute round with the exception of one and it was actually a fighter that uh that was getting ready to lose to jessica but that being said that being said it's like bro we were at the convention and that was that was a big issue for me hearing a lot of women say well you know i can't i can't fight three minute rounds 12 rounds because i gotta cook for my kids and it's like right but at, you cooking for your kids after sparring 12 three minute rounds yeah right. some of the right. women's excuse for no three minutes was real weak bro it was crazy right. um but look just, i'm not a I, I woman want, i don't gotta take those punches, i just wanted so. your thoughts and obviously you work you know you work with fighters so maybe it is different for your fighters you know i'm so, just curious so uh Ebony was just Ebony was here probably two months ago. So I take her to uh, uh, Bozy's gym, the dungeon. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Jerron Ennis's dad. I've, I've been to a, the dungeon. They do four minutes there usually. Right, but you got to do a minimum of four rounds, four minute rounds, thirty second rests. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I have. Ebony spar. Ebony got in there. You know, and it's tough, but you do it. But the only time you do, and that's more of a conditioning thing. You know. Uh, when I'm training a fighter, maybe two and a half weeks before a fight, I do cut it to two minute rounds during sparring because you'll get complacent doing four minutes, three minutes, right? That's more of a conditioning thing, right? You got to let your hands go in two minutes. So that's when you start shortening the rounds in training. And any boxing trainer or manager or whatever, advisor, whatever, every every female should should maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks out should start fighting two minute rounds so they can get their hands off more. Cause they'll already be in shape to get their hands off more, gotcha. and you got to remember it. Yeah, so that's that's you know what I mean. So you can still do a, the thirty second rest. You can still do the thirty second rest, but you, you got to get your hands off. You know what okay, I mean? I got you. Minutes. I got yeah. you. No, that definitely yeah. look. That definitely makes sense, and that's the argument we've heard. You know, like uh, Ness said, we've been to the conventions. We've heard both sides of it. You know, the 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 women uh, for it and the women against it. 
you know, but again, from, from my experiences, most of the, you know, like you said, you go to a gym, if that's what they're doing, that's, that's what you do. Um, but Ness, you got anything else? That is it, Brian, man. I want to thank you obviously for your time and, uh, continue to wish you the best of luck in what it is that you're doing. I I see you. You don't need it, man. You are the man in this women's boxing management game. And, uh, we thank you for your story, brother. No, nah, man, I appreciate you guys. And just let me know when you guys want me back on. We could talk about Christina Leonard and Alicia Bumgarner. Wait, that's I right. Got... You had a lot to say on your Instagram, bro. You called her a cheater and everything. You you don't believe anything because I, you don't find it strange. The matchroom has their own testing and that, like, I'm paying you to test. So why would you take those test results to anyone else other than the pay- person you're paying, that's paying you? Not to mention, these test results keep popping up a month, two months later? That shit smells fishy, bro. Fishy. Hey, man. Yeah, man. You know, it, 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 you know, when we sign a contract, it's everything is, is detailed in the contract. So maybe her management should have did a better job reviewing the contract. That's what her I can say to that. Uh, uh, who knows, man? She got so many. She, nah, you know, she, she, she been with the same dude. Uh, Ray, Ray is it Nello? Nelson? Oh, yeah, Ray Nelson. No, Nelson. no, no, no. But he claims not to be the man. He always claimed not to be the manager. Like He's the so, only face uh, I see there all the time. Well, that's because he's the only one sticking his big head into the picture. That's why. That's that's why. So, <laughs> Bro, you uh, got managed to beef with everybody. No, 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 no. I don't. I'm going to tell you what I got beef with. I'm going to tell you. Then, then I'll let y'all go. I'll, I'll let y'all go. So, so she was signed to King's Promotions, which is yes. a Pennsylvania-based. Okay. So I had a fighter named Melissa Saintville. Melissa Saintville was offered the fight York. with Terry. Correct, right? So which she was offered like six title fights and just kept turning them down. She'd rather fight on some obscure bingo hall for thirty five hundred dollars, right? Uh, so she, so the Terry Harper opponent fell out. So I offered it to Melissa. Melissa, no response. She, she, she's not mentally stable to fight. Whatever. So I called Marshall Kaufman, who, who's the president of King's Promotion. Hey, Marshall, uh, can we put, you know, is Alicia interested in this fight? Yeah, she's interested in the fight, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. So I get all the paperwork together. I get everything together, do the deal with Eddie, boom, boom, boom. She signs a provision of service agreement with me. So provision of service is obviously I have used for a certain amount of time and a certain percentage to your fights, right? Because, again, I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? Again, Monopoly, not, not chess or checkers. She signs it. I got I got a signed signature with her. I'm happy to share with everybody in the boxing world. And um, she takes the fight, obviously, with Terry Harper. And doom, boom, you see what happens. And then won't honor the agreement. Which is fine. Which is fine. But then you go to Nelson. Oh, I'm not her manager. I'm her advisor. Uh, I'm not this. I'm not that. It, it is what it is, man. Well, but why now, don't you just honestly, go to court? If you got an agreement yeah. signed. You know what I'm saying, man? Sometimes... Uh, Sometimes you want to let karma bite you in the ass. And I feel like she got bit in the ass with the Christina thing. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen is there's going to be a civil suit. This is going to be the first civil suit filed against somebody that, that cheated like this. And we're going to file the suit either in Pennsylvania or New York. And Ms. Bumgarner is going to have to uh, 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 spend some lawyer fees uh, against Ms. Leonard Datu for, for cheating the way she cheated. So, But, I mean, can you... Don't you have to wait to file some sort of lawsuit like that until she's completely 
te- uh, that's, what that, 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 that's what we're because doing, right? Because there's still a B sample, right? And, and 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 obviously the process, like it took nine. She peed in a cup because yeah, this ain't, ain't even blood. Like she peed in a cup. It took yeah. nine days to get to the testing facility. Ooh. I mean, this is the strangest case I've ever seen in boxing in 13 years that I've been doing this. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, when you fighting in the U, when you fighting in the UK. Yo, man, the UK, they right there, they drawing blood, everything is official. You're in Detroit. I'm going to tell you something, and this is this is nothing to the fighters in Detroit. That commission is the shittiest commission. It was some third world country commission shit. Nobody watched the wrapping of the hands. There was no inspectors. They don't even have a commissioner right now. So like, why is your lawsuit pointed at Bumgarner and not at the commission? And and isn't Eddie the one that chooses the testing, not the commission? He's the one that pays for it. Eddie chooses Eddie chooses the testing, but that's also in your fight contract. So so she's seen who was testing. It wasn't Vada. It wasn't right. anything I heard, like that. Right, right, she right. wanted Vada though. I heard yeah, she well, requested Vada, and they gave her this uh, whatever this new company is. Not new because it's new football. Right, but she didn't want to pay for the VADA testing. She wanted the promotion to pay for it. So whatever the promotion opted to pay for is what they pay for. You know what I'm saying? So how much um, is VADA in your opinion? Because we hear different things. We've had Victor Conti say 11 to 15. I've heard fighters say 30. Have you paid so, for VADA for any of your fighters? And what have you nah, ever paid? If VADA testing is ever brought up in any type of contract, I don't have any of my fighters. You know, they can all test for it, but we're not paying for it. It's it's a promoter's job. It's under the inks of the promotion to pay Wait for it. It shouldn't come out. So that's what she wanted, the promoter to pay for Vada. But when you have beef with your promoter, promoter ain't going to pay for it. You got to play nice, man. Yo, but you, you don't gotta... find that weird that now Eddie Hearn is saying that moving forward for every matchroom show, the main event at a minimum is going to be Vada, and everybody's going to be Vada, and how there was... They're uh, moving away from the yeah. old testing facility, obviously. Because of probably it, it, how long it took for them to get the samples there, probably, exactly. at this point. You know now, what I'm Brian, saying? I mean, I get it. Brian, I'm not saying, you, listen. Do you know? Do, do you know? Because this is just what I've been told from uh, people so, so. from VADA. So I know I know that fight wasn't VADA, but hear me. So people from VADA have, have told me that WADA protocol, which is what drug-free sport is supposed to be under, is to ship the sample overnight shipping do you believe mm-hmm. do, do you know that to be true and do you believe if that's the case that there could be contamination you know because it did take nine days for the for the sample to make it to the lab i don't you know what man i don't know the delay but what i do know is this the night of the fight uh christina gave her sample right i know mm-hmm. christina gave her sample and the lady i guess she was in charge she was in charge of the other, uh, the girl that was taking Bumgarner sample. And she, she kept getting phone calls saying that there was an issue upstairs with her giving the sample. So that's all I know. I, you know, you can speculate whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe she just couldn't piss. I don't know, right? But I know she, you know, Christina peed real quick. Boom, boom, boom. She took the sample. She goes, guys, is it okay if I leave you uh, because I have to go upstairs? There's a, there's a big issue upstairs. I don't know what the big issue was, to be fair. To, to, to Alicia. And that would so. have been that would have been the clean sample, right? You're saying the night of the fight? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Apparent, yeah, I think okay. that might have been the clean sample. So I, I don't know, man. But like I said, if if everything does come out dirty, that that uh, hopefully that, that that title does splinter. Once it splinters, I got a lot of options. I mean, 
if you look right now, I know Carla Torres doesn't have the most sparkly record, but if you look at her last three opponents, she should be in line for a title. T.R. Brown should be in line for a title. El Hamikim should be in line for a title. So I'm trying to stack the pond at 126 and 130. So what's up with Samara Woods, man? Uh, I've been Samara. following her before you, you picked her up. I'm glad to see you picked her up. Um, I see she split with her man, so she might be focused. Because ever since that departure, she started fighting. She turned pro. So I don't know if the, yeah. the boyfriend was holding her back. I don't, you know what, man? I don't know that whole situation. I just know, you know, she lives in Allentown. She has oh, a she good coach. No, you see? She moved. She was from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so she, she, she she's in Allentown now. She actually trains at the same gym, not the same trainer, as Leanna. Hmm. So, um... Um, no, man, she's focused. I met with her. I met her son. I met the trainer. I met the trainer's wife. And that's how I like keeping it, man. I like, I like having that. I like having that, that, that personal. So, so they can call me if they need something, or if the trainer has a concern, they can call me. I'm not just one of these managers. Yo, I'm gonna sign a bunch of people. You know what I mean? And then that's it. They don't hear from me. I'm not, I'm just not that guy. I like to check in with people. You know what I mean? We've been said last one, but I found your post. So... I want your thoughts on this post here, cause you you know you obviously called her a liar. You you you're going as far as saying, why would you take the juice? Put a little juice box. Yeah, a little juice box. That's right. Because I seen the first fight when she fought Christina. The first fight, it looks like she was dancing dancing a merengue with her man. Like all she did was hold for the last two rounds. Then all of a sudden she's. She's, you know what I'm saying? She's built like a bodybuilder. And a lot of people that, that, that have done bodybuilding knows that that steroid that she was popped for knows what it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's it just was real. The fight was so real different. Talk, you, you've, talk, you've talked to people in terms, you know, in terms of, like, bodybuilding and people in that yeah. world. So, you know, I reached out to a good friend of mine, Victor Conti, and he was yeah. like, yo, he's like, anybody, because... You know, the way I look at it, nobody's going to know about cheating better than a cheater. So I reach out to my good friend, Vic, and I'm like, yo, you know, what you think about this? He's like, anybody with the slightest idea would have never told her to take your fight week because that shit's going to be in your system, you know, for right. a while. Have right. you been told the same or like, what are your, what, what are your people telling you or like from what you're hearing? No, literally, I've been told the same exact thing. But, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know if she has a bunch of rocket scientists lined up around her either. So you don't know. I mean, mm. you don't know if she, if she knew or whoever was giving it to her possibly knew. You know what I'm saying? So some people just, you know, some people just take it just to take it. You know, I, 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 I don't know, man. Like I said, man, I always liked Alicia until she, she started acting brand new. I always liked Nelson until he started acting brand new. The only reason why they started acting brand new is because I was the one that got them the shot at the title. And that's it. Two um, things. Um, when you brought up her performances, obviously the first time she lost to Leonardo too, that was a long time ago. She's mm -hmm. since then, you know, changed trainers, changed trainers and, and just, you know, gotten better. You can't mm -hmm. like, do we not believe it could just be she leveled up? It could be. That's what I'm saying. It could possibly be. But even if she did level up, did she level up without an, a performance enhancer or without a performance enhancer? Because over a certain amount of years, you learn certain things. Obviously, you get better. 
right? I became a better driver from when I was 16, 17, right? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You can always get better. You can always improve. I just remember that night she had Sugar Hill in her corner. Sugar Hill's that hell of a trainer, you know what I mean? Uh, when she fought Leonard Datu the first time. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm anxious to see how this all unfolds. I hope she wasn't cheating because it, it's kind of going to destroy her professionally. And I think she already took a hit with it uh, as far as sponsorships goes and, and whatnot. Um, I don't wish nothing bad on nobody, to be to be fair, especially her. You know what I mean? I, I like Alicia. You know what I'm saying? We had dinner together, me, her, my wife, David Diamante, when we were in, when we were in England before. Um, but, yeah, man, I just I, – I hope she, 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 she was, she's keeping it clean, to be fair. So as of right now – you haven't filed any petition, any uh, for for a no contest, nothing with the commissions of Detroit for your fight at Lenarditude. So, on behalf of Lenarditude's um, uh, promotional team, Debella Entertainment, they have filed a motion to turn it into a no contest since she is suspended by the Association of Boxing Commission. Um, but the problem is, in Detroit, there's no commissioner right now. So we're actually going through the uh, the commission lawyer because you know Detroit doesn't have a commissioner. So how long do you think this process would take? It all depends on the commission, man. If you did it in PA and Greg Serb, Greg Serb would have that shit done in in, in in you know probably three and a half hours. Now you know, like I said, dealing with commission, I ain't never seen a commission like that, man. And I fought in some third world countries. I never seen such a horrible commission in my life. In my in my entire life, it was terrible fighting there. It was it was unsafe. The thing is, man, they have you do all these 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 medicals and these eye tests and these physicals and these blood tests, and it's just not a safe fighting environment. Nobody's watching their hand wraps. You, you know, the inspectors in the corners are 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 looking into the crowd, talking to people. Nobody's paying attention to anything. So. You know, their focus should be on the safety of the fighter, man, and and it's not like it was like it was, you know. And again, this is no disrespect to any fighter in Detroit. It's just it was just a shitty place to fight at. I gotta double back, Brian. I gotta double back. I need a better answer because you're like I got a contract. She signed it. I got a yeah. Terry Harper fight. Like as a fight fan, her life changed after Terry Harper. How yeah. how do you not feel? You are old. You gave her a life-changing opportunity that rocket. What is it? What's the word phrase? I'm looking like it, it catapulted her career. Yeah, maybe. Karma's not a good it. enough answer for me. I need more, please. So you know when you put money into stock, the stock mm -hmm. it'll it'll accrue interest, right? Yep. Maybe I'm just waiting for the right time for it to accrue the right amount of interest before I pull the trigger. Hmm. Well, on that note, Brian, please give out your social media. We appreciate you so much. I'm sorry we took so long with this interview. It, it, it looks like we went a little bit over an hour and some change, but it was it was a pleasure, man, listening to you. We have over 900 people watching live here on YouTube and around the world, uh, simulcasting on iHeart and TuneIn and all those many great places. So they enjoyed it. A lot of people, okay. you know, like me, they, we didn't know you, you know? We just know this yeah, guy yeah. with all these great fighters. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys giving me the platform. Anytime you guys want to do it again, please, man. I know it was a little difficult because of my travel schedule, and I apologize for that. Um, anytime you guys want me to jump on, I'm happy to uh, to help out. Yeah, we're going to set up that Rick Ramos uh, virtual press conference. I can't believe Rick ducked me. 
I even yo, tweeted. Set it up. I even tweeted like, "Yo, where's Rick at?" Because the yo, 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 we, go to our, our Twitter. I would know because this is live. So like, it's people on Twitter spaces. Everybody's like, "Rick, Rick, where you at?" This guy's talking about it. Rick. Usually, Rick is in the chat. Usually, Rick is WhatsApping me. Where you at, Rick? I want your Listen. side of the story. You better not give it to nobody else. I would love for you to do a little virtual him and I on the same show, and then I, that'll set up our little charity fight that we can. Well, I'll do it. We can do it in his gym. I don't care mm. where we do it. We'll do it in his Wait, gym. Wait, what's I your do, weight we class? Because you're looking like Man. a heavyweight, champ. No, nah, so I, I turned. I actually turned pro at 135. I fought at 54. I won the one. I think it was either 168 or 75 Continental American title. I mean, I'm short. I'm short as shit. I'm like 5'6 on a good day. You know what I mean? 5'7 with Tim's. Um, it don't matter. Whatever way he wants to fight at, whatever way he wants to fight at, I can either come up or go down to. Uh, I'll fight my stunt double, man. You know? I would love to do it for charity. If, if there's any charitable organizations, they can reach out to you guys or, or, or whatever. We could just raise some money and then he could wear, you know, he could wear a big headgear with the bar on it. I won't what wear it. What we got to do... Before you get this fight, you got to you got to get to 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 to, to, to uh box rec and tell him change that picture. This doesn't look like you no, at all. No. At all. So, I mean, this so, is my impression so, of you. When I'm looking for you, this is who I thought you were. You don't even have those wrinkles on your forehead. The hair is no, not the same. You no. obviously don't use those glasses. What's going on? So what happened? That so you're looking like Steven Seagal in this picture, man. Yo, so check this out. That was the picture they used when I was when I got into the fight with Eddie Hearn on stage. Uh, when I told him, "Don't get cute with me." Um, Damn, uh, I'm you got into a fight with Eddie too. Holy shit! This interview well, never gonna end. <laughs> yo, again, yo, you disrespect my fighters. I got issues. So. We, were, we we did the press conference, and I'm going to finish up with this, man. I'm sorry for going over. Nah, nah, all. it's all good. To all your listeners and, and, and viewers and stuff like that. But um, um, Christina was fighting um, Katie Taylor, and he wouldn't give out a rematch cause. And so, you know, we were still working out the contract when they wanted to do the press conference. She flew in from Greece. I flew in from Philadelphia. When I seen her, she's crying because she wanted to fight. Obviously, it was for great money. She couldn't turn it down. But, yo, to see my fighter cry, I just... So when I got on stage and he started making little funny jokes, I told him, don't get quirky with me. Don't don't get don't get cute because I'm not the one. And then, you know, everything got quiet and, you know what I'm saying? But now, like I said, that was that's what that picture was from, to be honest with you. I don't know why they got that one up there. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 change that, John. <laughs> Rick, Rick has the youth, though, Brian. I don't know. You think you're going to open up a favorite? I will take him to the deep waters and drown his little stupid <laughs> fucking ass. What wait? We need a wait because we got to get the, all the all the particulars away. My brother, I'm an athlete. Whatever fight, whatever weight, I, I'm certified in nutrition, personal training. I will get down or go up to any weight that my man wants to go at. It doesn't matter if he says the fight is at 154. I'll be eating lettuce downstairs as soon as this this fucking uh, interview is over. Wait, can 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 your wife make his wife's weight? All day, twice on Tuesday. Oh, shit. I love it. I love it. A double <laughs> exhibition in Chicago. Let's bring it back to the city. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's bring it back. Let's bring All it right, back. man. Well, Brian, we appreciate right, you. This has been a fantastic interview, man. Thank you so much. Guys, I appreciate you both, man. Thank you for what you do, for uh, for giving me the platform and, 
and uh, let me express my story and my feelings to everybody. I'm uh, hope I wasn't too long long winded for everybody. Nah, nah, it was great, bro. I'm I'm gonna be getting <laughs> messages about this for weeks. All right, brother. Thank appreciate you, you guys. There you All have right. it, ladies and gentlemen, manager. Brian Cohen, I knew it was going to be fucking amazing. Watch everybody start interviewing him now. I knew it, bro. I could tell. I could sniff a story. That shit is inspiring. Inspiring. That many fighters. Let me just screen share this shit one more time. And, and again, there's names on here that, 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 that obviously he manages and that are not even on here, like Alicia Napoleon. You know what I mean? But look at all these fighters, bro. Well, this is uh, his fighters. We got to go to his, his box rec as a manager. And uh, look at this, bro. Ebony Bridges, Tierra Brown, Jessica Kamara, Leanna Cruz. I mean, he even had Miss Tyson. I can't believe that, bro. You see, Alicia Napoleon's not there. Christina Leonardo to O'Shea Jones. Uh, Mary McGee. We ain't even talk about McGee. Love McGee's Instagram. We got M, uh, McCad, or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just so many, bro. I don't know how he did this one. Let me show y'all this one, right? Um, let me go here. This is what we was talking about when I said that the girl moved. I know it was her man holding her back. He gonna hear this like, yo, who the fuck is you? It's like, dog, you was holding her back, man. She should have been turned fucking pro. This one, she should have been pro. She, she, she should certainly got the look. Now she got the team. She could do something. She's, she's out of Florida, got that Puerto Rican background, just moved to PA. So, now nah, this dude is somehow killing it, man. Shout out to him. But we're going to take these calls. Jay Swift, what up? If you want to call in, the number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Jay, you got to unmute on Twitter. If you want Discord, go ahead and request. We going out to Brandon in Cincinnati. What up? Yo, 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 how's my audio? Straight. It's got to be straight for this one. Where Daniel at? Daniel son, front and center. Danny, he in the building? Danny, Danny ducking. He seen all the comments that he was out here on some defense attorney shit. He ducking. Nah, I ain't, I ain't trying to talk about boxing. He know what I want to talk uh -oh, about. Oh, Danny, you know what he want to talk about. He made a bet with you? Nah, nah. We ain't make the bet. I just want to talk shit about them, he jumping them on Bears Twitter and them spaces. Packers. He jumping on Twitter spaces right now. Yeah, hop on Twitter. Talk about them Packers. Told you niggas, man. The Jordan Love era has begun, and my Packers are in good hands. Yes, 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 yes. But on to the boxing. Yeah, Frank Martin, if that's what he was going to tweet, he should have shut the fuck up. He gave us nothing. He told us no details. He didn't say he was getting in the tank fight. Um, He was better off not saying anything at all. It looks like a duck, man. It looks like a duck. He didn't want the smoke. I hear a lot of narratives, same old narratives we used to see with the Errol Spence situation. Why would PBC lend out a fighter? to fight on somebody else's network. Well, the bottom line is they could have let the fight go to purse bid and brought Shakur to PBC. Why didn't they do that if they were so invested in the Frank? So I'm not buying that. Mm -hmm. They didn't they, they they didn't want the smoke, man. That's just the bottom line. They, they're not that invested in Frank, and I'm not buying that. I, I believe Derek James is having PTSD about that ass whooping Earl took. He knows Shakur is but uh, 2.0. Damn, 2.0, so you think fighter, he's better? 
Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the younger version, man. He's the new model. You know, Buzz 36, this is the new and improved model. You know, Shakur is him. I'm not going to lie about that. Shakur is really him. And he and they just didn't want to put Frank in there. Like I said, if they were that invested in the Frank Martin business, they could have easily took that fight to purse bid and put up some big money and, and got Frank a nice payday. Mm. But they didn't want to do that. They agreed to the fight, and then at the last minute, According to uh, the, the OGJP, they had a last-minute meeting that said, nah, we made a mistake. We're going to get you up out of that. Now, I ain't now, buying now, it. Now, now they, hold on. Now, hold on. You think it was a mistake or you think it was all part of the plan, like, to just stall them out and make it more difficult to get an opponent? Because, like, you're stealing days off his clock by saying yes, then saying no. You know, you think it was chess or they really just changed their mind no. last minute? I, I don't know, man. I really can't answer. My, my thing is... They, my thing is they didn't just now realize what they wanted to do with Frank Martin at the last minute. They know what kind of roster they have. They know what kind of stable they have. Nothing's changed in their stable. My thing is they really wanted to put Frank Martin in there with Tank. Why agree to this fight to begin with? They didn't just wake up the day after he signed the fight Shakur and say, I think we want to let him fight Tank now. I'm not buying that, man. They they ducked the smoke. Hmm. Told you, man, niggas is CB4. Them niggas is MC Gusto over there. That's that's just all it is, man. They they not the real deal, bro. They had the, they had the uh, people who had winked and bamboozled, and, and they just slowly getting exposed one by one. I mean, but, but if everybody's yeah, they, calling Frank, what's up, bro? If everybody's calling Frank a twenty eight year old prospect, I mean, maybe he just not ready, bro. Y'all calling him a twenty eight year old prospect? Y'all not calling him a twenty eight year old contender? Well, say that then. I rather you keep it real and just say you ain't ready. Don't just get on there and say, I ain't duck shit. I mean, you told us nothing, bro. You was better off just being quiet and and announcing a tank fight if you get in the tank fight. Because you gave us no explanation on why you didn't take this fight. So, Hmm. it's it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good for that camp as a whole. Niggas not looking good over there. I'm going to let you go, Ness. Danny, hop your ass on. Explain what happened to them bears, though, champ. Got their ass kicked by my Packers. Bear down. It's still bear down. Fuck you, man. You mean the bears is down because they lost? Nah. They ain't lose, Ness. You don't watch sports. They didn't lose. They got their ass whipped. It's different. Got bludgeoned to death. It it was kind of like the Bud and Arrow fight. They got bludgeoned pretty bad. By a first-year quarterback. The love errors began. Cheeseheads were in good hands. That's my call, TBV. I'm out, man. Y'all take it easy. All right. Big boss, Nino. What up, what up, what up? Big boss, you there? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Motherfucking Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Alright. Um give me one second. Um Big Boss. Twelve years. I never expected it to turn out like this. Theboxingboys.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. What's happening, people? Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is, it's the queen, Mikey K, Detroit, stand up. 
David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, Ness, don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Vessex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman. Yo, all right, all right, all right. You there, Nino? Yeah, you can hear me now? Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, just piggyback off the last caller, man. No, we ain't talking about football too much, man. But shout out to them Eagles, dog. We got out of there with one. You know what I'm saying? A little easy victory. Wasn't too easy, but you know what it is, man. We want to know. Shout out to all the teams that's undefeated out there. But uh, about this whole Frank Martin situation, man. It, it looked like he a duck, dog. You know what I'm saying? I seen uh, he put out the tweet. Yo, you hear me? Yep. Oh, uh, for sure. But um, I seen the tweet he put out yesterday. He was like, he ain't duck shit. And, um, I mean, that's what it's looking like. You know what I'm saying? That's what everybody, he really ain't say nothing with that tweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just sounds like an excuse. So it's like, what What are you, you feel me? Why you ain't take the fight? That's pretty much what we waiting on. And he ain't say nothing about that. And um, everybody been saying, uh, unless it's Tank, that's the only fight that uh, would be acceptable for him not to take the Shakur fight. And I feel the same way. Cause we all know what Tank bringing to the table money wise, and uh, I feel like he would get more fighting Tank. I don't know that for sure, but if I had to assume, I would just think that. And um, you feel me? If that ain't the next fight for him, it's just nothing but a duck, and that's what you got to call it. And I actually like Frank. You know what I'm saying? So with this whole news coming out about him pulling out of the fight or whatever, saying he ain't wanting no more, that shit caught me way off guard because he moved like that type of fighter where he'll jump in there, you feel me, as soon as he get that opportunity, and that's how he been talking. So when the opportunity came, I was looking forward to this fight in November. And um, now that it's out the way, dog, I'm really excited. To, well, not excited. I'm just uh, really looking forward to see what his next move is because, uh, like I said, if it ain't that tank fight, dog, he need to take all the jokes and all the, you feel me, criticism he could take, you feel me? Because uh, with this whole Shakur situation, we know a couple fighters didn't turn him down. But I don't know what's going on, but he can't never get a big name, it seemed like, over there. And um, mm-hmm. with uh, Frank, uh, I just felt like this was the biggest opportunity he'd been presented. And uh, it's just messing up. Well, he messed it up. Well, I don't know if he turned the fight down or his promoters or what, but... Uh, it just looked bad on him, dog. You know what I'm saying? This was uh, the biggest opportunity he had, and he turned the light off on him. So, uh, like I said, bro, he just got to take all the criticism from everybody and go from there. And that's all I got to say about it. All right, champ. Appreciate you calling in. Um, we got Danny. That is Danny. We got C-Dub. What up? C-Dub. 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 All right, moving on to Jay. What up? Yeah, what up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Um, that's crazy. I was like, that was like the fight the the rest of the year. That was the fight. I mean, 
after uh, uh, Devin Haney and, and Regis, but really, I think everybody was really, 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 really ready to see Shakur and Frank. And I listened to your show because uh, I was busy, so I couldn't um, really um, listen to the show live yesterday, but I listened to it, the replay of it. And I wanted to change the narrative for a second. You guys mind if I change the narrative? Um, the last time Derek James coached somebody, uh, he got a win. And then um, the time before that, he got a loss with Errol Spence. And I don't make excuses for Errol Spence, you know. I just think that he wasn't ready to fight, but he took the money and fought anyway. Do you feel me? And I think the same thing is was going on with, with Frank Martin. I think that they were gun shy because they let Errol Spence go out there and he wasn't ready and he got, you know, he got beat pretty bad. And I think that Derek James was looking at that. And saying, you know what? I, I'm not going to let you go get out there right now. I don't think you're ready. I don't think Frank Martin pulled out because you know, he's a fighter. I don't think um, there's no um, situation where he could have gotten hurt during training that... Um, uh, uh, that stopped him from 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 taking the fight or moving forward. But I think that Del, Derek James is is gun shy about what happened to Spence, and he's like, 